splinters. Very Chris? Sorry, Ethan. Why? Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast, episode 91. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, comics, games, and any media in between. I am James, Dr. Rude Ramos. <laughs> and I am joined by... Mm, hello there, listener. I am the Bone King. What, you don't like my Dumitres? <laughs> oh, that means you gotta do it like... Hello, listener. <laughs> You're a pretty tough one, aren't you? <laughs> no, but you gotta introduce yourself. Yeah, you gotta say who you are. It's me. Adrian, the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most and the most grandose co-hosts, Donna and Moreau. Because fuck Lady D. And I'm after that declaration of independence. <laughs> Seriously, tell me you don't hear it. Like... So, you're tuning in for part B of our Resident Evil special. Yes. Part A was our spoiler-free review which you can so you can go back and check out. But mm. this is where we're going to go deep into the characters, the lore, what it means for the future of the Resident Evil series. Uh, so if you haven't played the game, if you care about spoilers, just watch episode A. But if Listen. you're here with us, yeah. this is the big time. Yeah, Listen to episode A. You're, you're yeah, getting, that's what I meant. We're not on YouTube. <laughs> you're getting Resident Evil veteran unbound now. That's right. right. I, I had to hold my so, tongue before. So first things first, Tongue's I think we hand. really need to say... Um, my first playthrough was in standard. Uh, I've beaten it four times. Uh, Rude, you've beaten it four times, right? Four. And one more time again. You you first started standard, then you went into like Village of the Shadows. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I've beat it five times. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So you're I've you're, got three well, casual playthroughs, one standard playthrough, and one Village of Shadows playthrough. Got all it. right. And I personally am kind of late because I was streaming things, so it was a little slower. But I beat my first playthrough. It was on hardcore, and then I got all the way up to high. We did spoiler. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Spoiler alert. We're ready to go. Unbound. I said that. Um. So I got up to Heisenberg on Village of Shadows. Like so you beat Heisenberg, or you're up to him? no? I'm up to him. Got it. Like I just finished the freaking factory. And, and that to is a cunt and a half. I have people, okay, Village of Shadows, you said, was really difficult, and I was having an okay time with the infinite ammo. It was like, all right, whatever. What, so what do you have a lot with infinite ammo, His stage is fine. Uh -huh. It's the boss fight that I hated. Ah, uh, okay. It's specifically because where you can't heal. infinite yeah. ammo doesn't matter, and you can't heal. Right. Literally, as soon as I can get off that fucking tank, uh -huh. that's it. The boss fight's a, a, a wipe for me. Right, right, right. But it's while you're chained to that fucking tank and you can't heal uh -huh. that the boss fight gets really frustrated. It's very much an RE5 uh, El Gigante moment in the Jeep. Sh should we say what guns we have unlocked for unlimited ammo really quick? I mean, just, I guess, preface it. I mean, we were going to go into the unlockables later, but I mean, we could do it right now. I guess, fuck Yeah, it. just us. Well, we I've only got two. What would you get? I've only got the well. The first one I got was the grenade launcher. Yeah, it's pretty. Because uh, that's how I did my uh, my village uh, my village of shadows. Yes. Was that a question? And that's how you got the stake. Hang on. Yes. No. Fuck. I yeah. don't remember. All right. Hang well, on. while you're deciding, I'll tell you what I had unlocked. So I beat the game. I oh, got no. the grenade. Oh no! I did my casual playthrough with the unlimited uh, with grenade the unlimited launcher. grenade launcher, and then at the end of the casual playthrough. I unlocked the unlimited stake. Got it. All right. So I went unlimited grenade launcher, of course, because it's like it's already upgraded fully. So it's yeah. the first thing available. And then after that, I did um, Wolf uh, Wolfbane. 
the Magnum. Oh, interesting. So I have grenade and, and Magnum. And it's really easy to do that because all I did was just load up a save. It sold all my shit, bought all the upgrades, yep. upgraded, saved another thing, loaded back my save, and now I have infinite ammo and I didn't spend right. money. Ta-da! I have the M1911, obviously, the grenade launcher, the first shotgun, both assault rifles, the Damn. grenade launcher, the stake, the wolfsbane, and that's it. God damn. Damn. Going all for the unlimited ammo. ammo? All unlimited ammo. Jesus. No, I didn't do that. I, I've been very frugal with my. No, see, the reason points. I don't. I, I'm not there is because to get the unlimited ammo for the Wolvesbane at the end of my casual playthrough, I sold all my guns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I sold everything. It was a full purge except the grenade launcher. Okay. All and right. And that's fine. That's understandable. For Wait, for the stake or the Wolvesbane? The stake. Okay, you I sold, said I sold the wolf. You said too. no. You said to upgrade the wolf spane, and I was like, oh, "What?" Okay, for bad. the stake. Okay. Yeah, because the stake is arguably the most expensive gun to yes. to upgrade. We are starting at such a weird spot. I know. Sorry. We should probably go to the beginning because I do want to talk about the wolf spane compared yeah, to the yeah, stake, yeah. but that's way later. So, uh, just starting us out, we're gonna go ahead and start from the beginning. If you don't know about Village, you probably shouldn't be in this episode. You've already spoiled too much. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and just run through uh, really quick the story. Just sort of going through what happens in order, and then we can go ahead and talk about characters as they appear. Well, we really can't talk about the story of 8 without touching upon the story of 7. Right. So, as this is a first time for the series, you actually have to play the previous title in the series to understand this title. Uh, I don't if you know. don't, there is a handy-dandy video at the beginning of the game. There is. There's a handy spoiler in the beginning that yeah. just is displayed for you. But it also, like, that video really doesn't set you up properly for the biggest twist of this game. Right. Yeah. Which is why I still stand that it, it, it does in a pinch, but you definitely should play 7 to really appreciate the events of 8. But the problem is, is if you play 7, enjoy 7, you're going to play 8 and be like, well, this is a little different. It's a little faster. Yeah. You're not as used to the speed of this one, which admittedly might be an improvement for you. So who knows? Not only it that, depends on you. Yeah. There is a massive improvement 8 has over 7, which is the enemy variety. Well, mm -hmm. it's like what Bone King says. Like, they took that criticism and yeah. fucking ran with it. They were like, oh, oh yeah. not enough variation. Okay, here's... Three variations for every enemy. Literally Go. every boss will give you a different variation, yeah. if not multiple, okay? Yeah. Yes, we give you enemy variety. But then that in, kind of works against it, because then it becomes more like 4 again, where it's a lot of different things to keep track of that's not yeah. more of a traditional sense. It's a lot faster. This is me being a dumbass, expecting it to be like more like 7, when they've obviously said multiple times, right. this is a different game. Now, the, the thing is, is whether or not that's By the it. way, really quick, I want to apologize... To that chick that was hosting that Capcom event that we were watching. Why? Because we kept making fun of her for mispronouncing Lady, Lady Dumitrescu's name. No, and we were? And we were mispronouncing it. No, see, all right, people have told me that on the stream. We looked it up, the actual pronunciation of that name, and it was Dumitrescu. All right? And it do, it's not my fault Capcom wants to localize and call it something else. Okay? Like, whatever. I don't know about that. I'm going to look that up. They, they could call it one thing in the game, and that's fine. But if it's pronounced in But my way, point is, we name. were making fun of her for no reason, because she was saying it as it said in the game. there was plenty to make fun of her. So she the game like, starts <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in your nice house right. with a very fancy fucking storybook opener like this is Disney. Yeah. So the Tim... Actually, no, it doesn't start in your house. It starts in the Tim Burton storybook yeah. sequence. 
Yeah, that but that animation was like ripped off Disney hard. Like it was well, the quality, I mean. Okay, people were saying that a lot, but I don't even think that's real. Okay, it's awkward and immersion breaking, but it's not a bad thing per se. No, I was I was saying it as a compliment. Okay. I thought it was really nice. Because it was inspired by Tim Burton. Yeah. You know, I, I can get it's that. It's very nice art. My problem with it is, is it just straight up tells you what the bosses are going to be for this game. I mean, like in retrospect, yes, but right off the bat, you only have a vague idea. It's a spider, a horse. No, I know, but it was hard a, for me to not be like. What was it? A death? bat. The fish king. Oh no, the, oh, no the it's a bat, king. not a spider. I'm the sorry. The fish king. Oh, and the fish king. And right. you're talking about the weaver. Yeah, yeah. The, the weaver was. But the... again, the game keeps constantly telling you these the, are the, the weaver's bosses. Miranda, right? No, the weaver is Donna. Oh, the weaver is because Donna. She's right. Dead, dead, right, dead. right, 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 right. So like, th- but that was the whole thing. Like maybe once I was like, okay, it's, but it felt like a Dark Souls intro where you're seeing bit. all the boss casting call first. And it's like, all right, that's not bad on its own, but I find it a little bit intrusive. And then the game keeps telling you what the areas are called, sure. what it was called in folklore. They introduce you to each of the lords. Like, I get it. There are four areas in this game. Stop fucking telling that me. That bothered you way more so than it bothered much. the dude and I. <laughs> because it was like, let me experience it. Let me go into an area and be like, oh, fuck, this one's water themed. Oh, okay. But no, I, I know straight out the fish king is going to fuck my ass. Like, I, we already know going in what kind of things I'm going to expect. Did, and uh-huh. that bothers me. Did, did you like Moreau? No. No, no, <laughs> He's going to no. fuck you in the ass? No, I, I, I thought maybe one of them would be a big guy. Nope. Nope, nope. He gets into a big guy, but that's not. Every single big guy in this game is like a, a perversion of it. They're too, too big. Including Mr. Dukington, which we'll definitely get into. Yes, so the we game will. starts with that story. Uh-huh. Mia's telling it to your baby. Well, since this is a spoiler episode, we can say Mia quotation, quotation, marks, quotation yeah. marks is telling is telling your daughter. There well, is something really on, awkward with her. Because it's important to note it's three years after Resident Evil Seven. Right. Was she there for all three years? Or just at the tail end of We have three? to talk about like, that, too, because the plan is weird. It is but weird. I kind of figured out a little bit why the plan could make sense, and that hinges on Ethan also, but we'll get there. Okay. Uh, Because in that three years, so it's been three years since the events of Seven in Louisiana. Right. Ethan and Mia have been relocated conveniently to within 100 miles of the source of the thing that tried to kill them in the first game. Whoopsies! Yeah. What are the like, fucking Way odds? to go, Chris. <laughs> so we're led to assume that Chris Redfield has been like their handler since episode 7. Right. Episode 7, yes. Ever since The Force Awoken. So they've been in some kind of witness protection. They were relocated to Eastern Europe. More than that, Chris was gi- or Ethan was given military training. Which there is a some new argument job, here a bunch of as shit. to whether or not Chris gives him the military training or but not. But does it even matter? It doesn't matter. We know the that point Chris is, supervised his training. In some he way, knows. shape, or form. So Especially with what happens at the end of this game, we know that they're super involved with the family. Right. So they're relocated to some random town in Eastern Europe, uh-huh. and they live their life and have a child, right. Rosemary. Right. So the game opens with, like you said, it's that animated intro, which is actually Mia reading a local folk, a folk story. Uh-huh. Like a quotations folklore. Mia reading yeah. a While quotations local. While drinking local, local wine and yeah. cooking a local dish. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. By the way, there's nothing in that pot that she's cooking. Oh, really? You yeah, if you break the mode? camera. Because you never see inside of it. Yeah. So if you break the camera, there's nothing in there. I think that's, that's clever. Funny. But, uh, but yeah, and you're reading her a story. Right. To which Ethan doth protest. <laughs> yeah. What is up with <laughs> that says, story? That, that's way too scary. Yeah, I got to tell you. 
I fucking did not like Ethan here. Yeah, what the fuck happened to Ethan between 7 and 8? Whoa, alright, so I guess I'm the odd one out here. I actually kind of, okay, there are parts of Ethan I really don't like in the script. They're worse! But I love the voice acting. I think he's improved as a voice actor, Ethan. Because the dialogue exchange between you and Mia felt more like a written like TV show as opposed to just translated weirdness. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. What I did go is, Ethan, you do realize the baby's three months. She doesn't understand a single word anyway. She just gets voices. It's totally fine. You do fine. get people talk to you, but <laughs> like, things that can't yeah, talk back, like it, they can understand Maybe them. the voice acting is better, but the lines are worse. Man. Some of them are really cringy. I will definitely Especially admit. his like combat dialogue with bosses. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, no, whoever wrote the one-liners needs to be fired. Because, like, half of them aren't even one-liners. No. One is just eat shit. You, you See, didn't, you that's didn't even the one I like the most. But you didn't, that's not even pertaining to anything. No. You could have been like, I don't but know. But see, like, the reason I like that one the most is that's something I would say after beating a boss. Like, fucking eat shit. God damn it. But, like, he had a giant hammer. He lived as he did in life. Oh, Disgusting. God. Disgusting. Uh-huh. Or fucking. looks like your outside matches your inside. Jesus fucking Christ. It's so cringy. I don't know. So, I don't think that's an improvement for Ethan. I kind of get a little bit what you're saying in that maybe his delivery of his lines delivery. is a little more natural. The lines are awkward still, yes. But the lines are still awkward. Very much so. Uh, uh, and I also just don't like him as a character. I think he's more of a dumbass in this one. He was bad. So, th- I t- okay. He's an idiot. He is. I, t- I want to get back to the house, though, because the house yes. has a lot of shit. Yes. Uh, a first lot off, there's here. two books there that are re- heavy resi lore. Yep. Uh, you want to say one of them? Two? Yeah. Yeah, one's written by Joseph Kendo. I know that yeah. one. And the other one's written by George Trevor. Oh, yeah. that's right. The, the castle's yeah. We so, also have a Mr. Everywhere doll. Yeah, one Mr. Everywhere doll, which, he, he, I like which the, makes no sense why he'd have it. He even yeah, says yeah, Well, it. he comments, why did I keep this? But it's even more bizarre because it's a collectible item, but you were breaking them. You weren't picking them up. But why would you? Like, it's such a weird moment one. for me to acknowledge something that was not, um, oh, God, what's the phrase? We also have a newspaper of the Dolby incident. Yes. This game has so a diet. So hang on, because that I actually want to talk about in, in, in decent detail in a second, uh-huh. the newspaper. But yeah, so the, but the two books are important because you have Kendo. Which is the uh, the, the brother, brother of everyone's Kendo. favorite gunsmith. He lived, right? Yeah, he wasn't in Raccoon. He, he was wasn't in there, Raccoon, yeah. no. Right. He lived. And then we have the architect of the fucking Spencer Mansion. The spe- of and many, the Baker House. Ma- and the Baker House, well, right. Many things in this series right. were designed by but Trevor. But it's funny because in this game, we see him write a book. On the history of Eastern European architecture. Which it's like, if, yeah. this makes sense. If there was ever an explanation <laughs> yeah. as to why things are, yeah, I guess ancient castles and yeah. shit. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm waiting for him to be the guy that developed the uh, the mansion, the museum that would later become the Raccoon Police Department. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. It was origi- he designed the library. I bet you anything there's a note or something no, that says that. No, it was a museum, that. not a library. Oh yeah, it was, it was first library a mu- museum because it has a library in it. Oh, but like well, yeah. it's it's yeah, I know what you mean. But it was it was not a police station before. Yes, um, he did the fucking training facility in Zero. I'm pretty sure he had something in Rockford. He did the Ashford uh, yeah, facility he did something in Rockford Rock Island. So, to get to the impetus of the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you are charged with putting baby uh, Rosemary to bed, right. right? In a crib. In a crib. It's very cute. Which, yeah, you carry her up to bed, and then I you're supposed to go downstairs to join Mia for a meal. Oh, that's. Oh, I took the baby with me to look at books. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I, I also did that. Did too. that. I also did. I, also, that. You, she uh, will have you, to fucking take her into the other room. You uh-huh. can actually like show uh, w- wave the toy and yeah, she's like, oh, ah, ah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not actually a monkey, Rose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> fucking but, uh, Ethan. Yeah, man. he's an idiot. Also, uh, so there's I'm an idiot because I didn't realize what the study was. I kicked that stupid rubber ball oh, all yeah. the way into that room with the books in it. Me too. And I was like, why didn't I get... Oh, the study is the room with the fucking laptop. God damn it. Oh, you literally just it. kick it into that door. Yeah, that's an easy challenge. This game it's is filled. But instead, getting it into that other fucking room is a nightmare. I, I'd like Christ. to point... I'd like to take a, a half second here. A kneel down, if you will. This game, again, Resi since... I don't, I don't even... Did 7 do this? Resi 2, Resi 3, and 8 all have challenges yes little oh, things yeah. in the game for you to do yeah so that way you use points to unlock stuff or whatever the fuck i'm pretty sure there was a record system I in village so. but there was no challenge point buying yeah, I don't anything think so. so it wasn't at that level at that point yet. Uh, no. no but in this one you actually earn cp whatever right, and it has the store that three remake had right yeah. Yeah. i don't i don't know if i i don't know if i like it i also you, don't Dislike. Getting Fair. into specials. We haven't even gotten past the first fucking yeah. intro yet, guys. Hold on. We gotta get through this. So you go downstairs to join quote unquote Mia uh-huh. for a meal. A meal. A meal. <laughs> a meal. <laughs> Only to see her be shot at first in the shoulder. Right. I like how she no sold it. Uh yeah. For like a quick second, you just oh. She's like, what? What? Ba, 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 bum, bum. So which Ethan reacts, Mia, get down before watching her take seven to the face. Which doesn't kill her, by the way. Well, or whoever that's technically to be. in canon, it's five to the face. Oh, whatever. Spooky. But she took like fucking thirty bullets. That's yeah. dead. And well, she but, pretended yeah. to be a corpse. So then Mia is dead, and then someone enters your home, only mm-hmm. to discover that it is a special ops team. Led by, it's your friend, Chris. He just shot your wife. Oh, no. Without telling you or anything or no suspicions. Chris, why? Uh, Ethan, no. Ethan, Ethan, no. Chris, why? Ethan, no. That's, yeah. That's the whole, that's how you start the game. Chris, why? Ethan, no. Chris, what did you fucking expect? Him to just be like, okay, I'm fine with this. Yeah, go ahead. Keep killing my wife. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck, Ethan? So, Chris Chris (laughs) then takes you and your daughter Mm -hmm. and the body of Mia. Also, you're knocked out. Yeah, you're knocked out into an armored convoy for transport somewhere. Uh huh. You don't know where. You don't know why. We, you never find out where you were no. going. You then wake up with no rose, uh-huh. an armored convoy destroyed, mm-hmm. and you're in some frosty bullshit somewhere. You're in the atmosphere. This build is up. probably one of my favorite moments in the game where you just have this long, uneasy walk. Where it has really good sound design. It's really cool the first time. Yeah. <laughs> then when you're playing on other versions, it's why can't I run? Let me run. Uh-huh. Let me run. I get. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's it's good the first time, but that first time no, for me, for sure. I love the shit out of it. And when all those crows dangling and that one that comes alive, and then you walk. No, so it's sure. funny that you talked about sound design. Sound design is actually a problem I have with this game. Hmm. Yeah, but not in this part. Yeah, in this. Well, it's you can hear. So I've been spoiled. Hey, go figure. I'm going to talk about Hunt Showdown. Oh, God. I've been spoiled by Hunt Showdown. 
Hunt Showdown uses binaural audio. Which What's gives you, binaural audio? It's just a it's a way of tricking your ears into hearing geometric space mm. when it because you're wearing headphones. You have two speakers. That's it. You have left and right, but there are ways to convince your brain that you're actually hearing things in front of or behind you. Mm-hmm. It's basically really good surround sound, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil Seven doesn't have that, and it was driving me crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of times where I thought something there was t- behind me, and there's yeah, not. there were yeah. times when, or the other th- other way around, I thought something was to the right of me, and it was actually behind me, hmm. and I didn't like I could have just quick turned and took c- taken care of that. But no, it sounded like it was directly to my right. The reason I say that scene perfectly shows the problem. There's a moment where you're walking where a werewolf crosses your path, yes. a lichen w- walks across your screen, and doesn't attack you because doesn't. yeah. Uh, well, it's you. You get the plot, idea. Yes. Well, the werewolves clearly aren't mindless. They have like some law. I mean, they order go around them. like eating random things off the floor. They're not really like yeah, but civilized. they clearly follow orders. Like, I guess. Man, they ride horses. And they shit. attack me just fine when I enter the village. Uh, not at no. I mean, at first, not at first. There are several moments in the game where the werewolves are just on top well, of buildings because they're perch- just watching you. Because they're watching you as prey so that they will attack. It's not like they watch and then go away. They will attack no sure. matter what. But anyway. But, yeah. Go ahead. But this- in that scene, it literally just goes left headphone or right headphone, left headphone, and that's it. That's lazy. There is no, like, like it doesn't sound like something crossing your path, and that really bothers me. Well, again, Okay, though, well, other than that, and yes. I didn't catch it. Other shit I liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let's move on from the dark hallway in the beginning and get into the village. Yes. So we're in the village. You have One a thing- beautiful establishing shot of the entire Absolutely. Village. Oh, fuck. I know I just said right. we were moving on from the tunnel, but right before you get that establishing shot, uh-huh. you do realize he was in that house's basement for the entire night? Because it's night when you're crawling through the woods like yeah. in that segment, and then you see a cabin. It's yeah. pitch black at night. Then you go inside the cabin, downstairs, open a cabinet with a rat. Then you go back upstairs. It's daylight. He was down in that cellar for an entire night. It's not daylight. It's like dawn. But it was pitch black literally five minutes ago. And it's literally like daylight when an establishing shot. It's not like it's Actually, dusky, no. kind of dark. It's oh, like, no, yeah, it is. It it's is, it immediately is. light. That's just something I noticed. But go ahead. I will agree. Little that- Easter egg on the cabinet with the rabbit. Uh, the, the rat. The rat. It's fucking D.I.J. from Resident Evil Code Veronica. No, is that... No, did they actually say that's him or not? No. Okay. I'm saying it is. That's it's really actually funny. the rat from the RE2 remake reveal? I will say the daylight transition should have instead happened in the part after you get the shotgun from the old man. Because you're unconscious... The pistol for, from the, the pistol. old man. The pistol, that's what I yeah. meant, sorry. Because you're unconscious yes. for a brief period that of time That would have made there, way more sense. So that would have been a much better transition to daytime. Yes. But... Actually, wait a minute. No, it's not nighttime when you get there. I just played it. Yes. You go from that entire intro sequence. It is nighttime. And then you go it's down nice. into a cellar. As it's soon as you cellar. get up, you hear commotion upstairs. Oh, right. Because the establishing daylight. shot happens after that. You're right. You're it, right. You're right. And you're it's, right. Not even a, it's not even a big deal. Right. It's just you don't even notice it yeah, as you're daylight playing. daylight hits quick. You're right. It's quick. But yeah, that establishing shot is beautiful. And you get we, a really good image, like a feel for the landscape, which was great. And great. then we get into the village itself, and no one's there. Everything's fucking havoc. Everything's Where'd everybody go? Wrecked. Bingo. Fuck you too, Leon. <laughs> and uh, you you find a house with a slinging door. You go into it. Old man tells you, shut the fuck up. 
They're coming. Well, you you find him behind a curtain. Right. And, and he, he almost he, fucking and, kills no, you. He blows your head off and no one says anything. And no, he doesn't. On. He hits the door frame. You look at that fucking shot. It's right here. No, I don't care. That is, buckshot's hitting frame. me. Come on. It's it might like, not been a buckshot. It might have been slugs. A shotgun at that fucking range, I was expecting half of my fucking face to if come it's off. slugs, it's viable, but you're both deaf for yes, the record. and he gives us a pistol, <laughs> and he tells us to be quiet, and Ethan continues, me, what about you? Uh-huh. He fucking gets himself annihilated, shrekt. Right. So and- it's here is where, like, the game starts, because this is where, like, the combat starts and all that. And it throws you into your first encounter with right. the wolf. Right. Go ahead. You also yes. sh- I, have, I have words about it. But- you also shortly before this get the knife. Uh, first things first, like in the same room or the same house. Where do you get the knife? I don't remember. I you, you find it, it stabbed on a fucking desk. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, is that it? Oh, okay. So, yeah, you get the knife, yada, yada, everything happens. Um, then you get your first contact with a lichen. This lichen just fucking, it's one-on-one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the first time I played and all it, you have is a pistol. All you have is a shitty, and a really shitty, shitty pistol, pistol and a knife. to usual Resident Evil logic, you'd aim for the head. But this is not what you should do with werewolves. Just put as many shots as you can into their body, and they'll go yeah, down faster. Actually, because the head doesn't do shit. The head shit. does not no, seem to actually, do much. No, it does, but you just can't hit it. Uh, they do actually much. react to leg shots. They react to headshots too, no, but they leg shots. But I know, but they still oh. stagger to you for yeah. both of these fucking reactions. Yeah. So it's no point for growing ahead. Just ba 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 ba, try and get them down. So for me, you know, being a vet or whatever you want to call it, an <laughs> old old fan, I would shoot, and then you know, oh, he's. He's staggering a little. Let me knife him. As an old school. Oh, man. That was a big mistake. Oh, my he, God. He bit me. The, the the game fails to tell you that your knife is made of fucking plastic. Yeah. <laughs> it mean, is it is the most useless knife in Resident Evil, like in the history of the games. Mm, no? I would still say RE2's knife is real bad. Really? The original, original RE2, RE2 knife two? Yeah. is fucking piss oh, poor damage. Oh, yeah, output. yeah, because they did improve it for the remake. Oh yeah, much. Oh, but yeah, yeah, well, you're right. Is, you're, yeah. you're right. Has a lot more functions in the hundred percent. You're Not right. Only that okay. it hits way more hitboxes. But this is still fucking useless. The only worse knife is Code Veronica's knife because the game forces you to use it. Um, in any case, let's continue on. Jesus. So, um, moving on from that point there. Uh, so. Oh well, wait a minute. No, hold on, because I, I do want to talk about something that happens just before that scene. Okay. Is right at the beginning of the game, you lose two fucking fingers. Right. So Capcom hates Ethan's hands. Right. Um, Par- we're gonna- Particularly the left one. Yes. Uh- and I will say in this episode, because I said it in previous ones, but just in case, I have a feeling all this hand torture is a reference to the engine. Because the engine's logo is a hand outstretched to the, left se- to the moon. Interesting. So, like, it was originally in 7, and that's why his left hand gets cut right. off. So that they just carried it on to so, 8. So, I'm glad that you mentioned his left hand being cut off in 7, because that's yes. relevant to a very important plot detail that I feel they could have set up a lot better. You don't say. And we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So you're technically, your first encounter with a lichen is in like a cutscene. Right. Where you you move like a cadaver's head out of the way and you are then assaulted by a fucking werewolf who puts two of his fingers in your mouth. Why would why would Ethan fucking even bother touching the corpses? I don't know. Why not just fucking leave? Why'd you have to also you know, were in his way? You I don't know what's like, interesting though, replaying it. He loses his wedding ring because that's on his wedding yeah. ring hand. You then find it. Right. 
Which I don't no, know. I don't think you actually do find it. You find Donna's recreation. Yeah, I of think it. that's. I think it's a recreation of the wedding. Yeah, I well, just, we I just, just like that. Oh, so uh, from the intro, by the way, that we part are still in the, house, in the intro. <laughs> I know, but that's but that's because it's important to the setup. Yeah, you also find a music box that is relevant later on in the story. Right, these are which things. is in your home. There is a music box. Which is like a very weird style of music box. It's a puzzle ha- music box. Yeah, it's Only very strange. Only Resident Evil. Anyway, so the point is you lose two fingers right in the beginning of the fucking game. Right. And also you don't even wrap it up until like you finish the werewolf fight, which is really weird. Well, no, because it's weird to us, but the game says, no, we're dead serious. He's fine. He doesn't need to. Yeah. So I. So I, I, we're, fucking... we're going to talk about that because yeah. that was, even though they have a plot reason for it, that was very, it's that still pulled me out of the game. To me. We're being very nebulous. Let's get to the yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, So the point is you fight that one lichen, uh, you continue exploring the town. More lichen show. More things and, are hung from trees. Yeah. And then you things. are thrown baby into the deep end into an unlimited lichen fight right. set on a timer. So this is the the the, titu- the fucking infamous raid that we were yeah. talking about in the previous episode. Not only that, it's been it's been complained One about quite a bit on Twitter and Twitch yeah. about how hard this is on hardcore and everyone is talking about it it's not just us like oh we suck and hey we do suck me especially yeah but like fucking everyone's having a hard time with this fight because it is it's for uh, and it's like i said in the last episode it game the game just tells you survive the attack right but it doesn't tell you how it expects you to do that how to survive the attack like i really wish instead of saying survive the attack it just said run or no, something. No, don't say run because I ran looking for a door or an escape and there oh, was fair. none. So what you should say is like hold out or or fucking endure or right. something. Something Survive. that implies or, yeah. stay here. Yeah, well, no. What, where can no, you say? No, stay in this zone. Not, oh, not try to leave the place I, that's getting me, overrun. For me, survive has the same... Uh, it's... Isn't it a, a synonym for endure? But my problem is well, the, way yeah, they, the, the way they phrase it it, it could be multiple it, it things. Makes it's one word. How it, could you phrase it? But it because says they survive only give the attack. You one word. <laughs> yeah, survive the attack. It, the, the game kind of sets you up to feel like you should be defending yourself. Right. But the problem is you're going to run out of all your ammo and then you're going to die. Right. So what the reality one. is the what you need to be doing is using your ammo to stagger enemies as you run by them. Well, and also lay out every single freaking barricade and yeah. stay on it, shoot them off, and then wait because it's a time limit yeah. you have to beat here and not necessarily the enemy. So, path. yeah, you fight a limitless horde of lichens and then some big motherfucker with a hammer shows and up. And my dumbass, trying to get extra treasures, tried killing him. In yeah, your first no, through? it's fucking hard. You yeah. can't unless you have good weapons for right. it. Unless you New, New Game, Game Plus. Plus. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then... A random bell goes off in the distance. Which I thought I died, by the way. Because <laughs> the, the whole entire match, they're firing arrows. Right. And you're like, oh, fuck me if one of these things hit me. And then one of them does hit you. And you're like, fuck me. By the way, me. they do this twice in this game where the game kind of teleports you. Oh, yeah. I got caught in the house. And it's really weird. Because if you're in the house or whatever, mm-hmm. a lichen somehow grabs you, throws you through the wall of the building yeah. to get you to, to land out in the square. In the middle of the Similarly, thing. in Moreau's fight, uh-huh. it doesn't matter where in the water you land. You'll always you're teleport. You're somehow yeah. teleported to this one specific spot where he eats you. To be fair, Seven did it too. With the Jack Baker fight in the oh, beginning, yeah. where Welcome to the Family, yeah. you will teleport to wherever Mia is, yeah. and that's whatever. It's just a, it's a trick they have, I guess. Uh, so yeah, once you survive that fight, I know I technically already said this, but 
now you're really in the game proper. Well, now you're actually allowed to take things normally yeah. and get your expansions now up Now you shit. get into the regular Resident yeah. Evil pacing and all of that happens. And then you meet a character right after that. The that hag. would be the old hag. Now, I would like to say I fucking called it. The hag is, is, uh, is what's her name, right? Miranda. Is Miranda. Yeah. Is a former Miranda. Which I fucking called this because I said, imagine they're going to do the exact same twist from Seven where they put an old lady and say that was the bad person oh, all along. Yeah. Like, I, I just thought about it and it ended up being fucking true. On that note, though. Oh, no, it does make sense with what we're going to talk about later. But it doesn't make sense because if Miranda knew I was here, why is she toying with me? Because she's testing you. Why? And using Because she wants you to be... Uh, her original plan is for you to be her partner. But I thought her plan was to revive her child. Right. But so she has, you, like, a bonus plan? Yes. She well, wants you to be in with it. She was... Okay, this is skipping ahead quite a bit, but since she's here, I kind of feel the need yeah. to say because I don't know why she just doesn't kill me because she's trying to get proper hosts for her daughter. Right. And that's why all of the other lords exist. Right. So that was her main main focus. She found a way by getting the jars, sticking it in the giant, I don't know, baby downstairs in the basement, <laughs> and that would have been it. Why do I need to be involved? She just wants a partner. She wants someone, like, she wants a Didn't lieutenant. Didn't she just see how good I was at taking care of her forces? Wouldn't she want to stop me now as opposed to, like, you know, letting me get stronger like I do and eventually do? Plot. So, okay, so this is what I was going to talk about, and this is why I think part of her... So, so fine, let's skip so. ahead. Let's do it, because we have to. Because she's here. We discover that the final boss, the kingpin, the head of this whole plan... Who you've been told about throughout the whole story, yeah. through the whole game... Is a character named Miranda. Right. Mother Miranda. Mother Miranda. Uh, we then find out that among her many abilities... Shapeshifting is one of them. One of her key ones. Yes. Yeah. And we, it is revealed that the Mia, who is killed in the beginning of the game, mm -hmm. is not, in fact, Mia. Mm -hmm. It is Miranda, who has taken her place for some X amount of time. <sighs> Again, I'll so, mention this later. My They're thing. redoing a lot of previous Resident yeah, yeah. Evil elements, but go ahead. So I, I struggled with that plot point at first, because the reason is she's presumably there to kidnap bros. Right. But she could have done that at, like, any point. Yeah, no, at, for three years, yeah. Right. Well, that's just it. We don't know how long Mia's been replaced, because she clearly didn't give birth to Rosemary. No, but she was aware of their their existence, Ethan and, and Mia, yes. as soon as Seven ended. She says she was able to feel it, and oh, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. she was able to track Correct. them. So she has three years to right. kidnap this baby, but either doesn't do well, it until Well, the baby wasn't after? born. Well, yeah, the baby wasn't born. Oh. Well, they, but could have Rose is only like a few months old when the game starts. Very then. true. So maybe she was waiting <laughs> specifically for their baby? I just don't think that Ethan was important enough. It was once the baby came into the picture, that's when she was like, I need that. But then how did she, like, she'd have to know for but, sure that they would have a baby. What? Like, Ethan and Mia don't have to have a baby. She just had to count on the Look, fact that they're having a baby. they don't explain this in-game, but there's several ways she could have found out. She could have been shapeshifted as a random person in town. She could be whoever it is that Mia got the storybook no, from. Uh, okay, you're missing what I'm saying. She's waiting for a baby that doesn't no. have to appear. She might not have been waiting for a baby, specifically. Okay. She might have just had interest in Ethan and his family because, because of what she knows about them. Sure, okay. And here's my point, is that... so. My point, what I was saying, I had an initial criticism, is that when she becomes Mia, uh -huh. literally on any, hey, honey, I'm going to the grocery store, bye, she could have just taken Rosemary, and that would have been the end of it. Right. I think she was also grooming Ethan. 
Yeah, but I don't see the purpose when her goal is right there. Like, I think I think her goal had two parts. But like again, why would you feel the need to do that when the first goal is so important that you're just like you see what I mean? It only facilitates it. your own downfall. Sure, like, but I think that she didn't want to to like rule alone, and I think that Ethan she wasn't alone. She wasn't alone until she let me get strong. But she considers kill all of them failures. All but, of she, them. but still enough to be family. But even they then, were uh, the only ones calling her family. No, they didn't want. No, to even she calls them. She, she called them yeah, family. She, uh, she, she did that for manipulation for Heisenberg. Yeah, that's what it's, it's right. manipulation. But okay, sorry. We should continue from this yeah. point when we actually get there. All right, so you get past the old lady. She does some ominous who's a what's it's. She tells you some and she, soothsayer shit. Exactly. Yeah. But you then find out through the lichen attack or whatever. Hey, there's a house with a bunch of survivors. You go over there. You find two people. One has been bitten by one of the lichens, an old man, and a young girl. And they're like, hey, we need to get into Louise's house. Sounds like an interesting setup, right? <laughs> Sounds like really interesting characters to have dynamics. They die immediately. Uh-huh. Like, so you go what? into Louise's house. Well, you knew the dad was going to die. No, okay. But you know what you don't do, Capcom? And they do this every fucking time, where they set up something in the trailers that's going to be something, and it never ends up right. being something. So a bait and switch. So no doubt he was going to die, but I thought they would have some fucking relevance to his death. I thought she would, would matter. I, I thought she would matter name, too, Elena? Elena. Elena. And she dies literally within the first five minutes you meet yeah. her. What was the point of having her in the fucking It's average? literally that. It's a it's red herring. It's to have Ethan have a moment of like, why does everyone die? Then that's it. Yeah. Just it's to sort of so, give I agree. him trauma. Like at the very least, there could have been some fucking time in between those two moments. Oh, and they were like, oh, don't breathe in the smoke and you'll be okay. Thanks, Ethan. You're, you're kind. Really, you're a really kind You're dead. Person. And you're dead. You're yeah. so dead. Just from that one fucking line. It was yeah. very obvious. So, so exactly the that. dad turns, kills everyone in the house. The dad. That's then- something else, too. They introduce to you a house full of people and also all dead. You, okay, you know what? I shouldn't be surprised because Resident Evil has a long-standing history of introducing NPCs just to kill immediately. Six was the biggest perpetrator of that. They would just introduce characters just to kill immediately and be like, what was the point of them even being here? Just because it's the status quo doesn't mean I can't hate it. No, and, and dude, that statement is going to be said for twists in this game. Uh-huh. Where just because they explain it doesn't mean I don't hate it. But anyway. But then, thankfully, after getting out of the house, the house burns down to the ground, whatever. <laughs> all of them died for a screwdriver. You yeah, know that? I they know. They all died so you can get a screwdriver. Fuck me. So then you get the keys to open the door to get into the castle. But first... Our main big boyfriend, George's favorite character, the Duke, shows up and he opens his wares. What are Who you buying? Just like one of my friends used to say. What What is the Duke, Adrian? What purpose does he serve in the game? He is personally our kind of like quest giver almost. Um, He's gone far beyond that. He's, he, he's I an exposition machine. He's an exposition machine. He he's also our... You know, sell but he is also inventory and sell our merch and shit. All right. So he is clearly intended as a mirror or a reference to the merchant from Resident Evil 4. No, it's implied there's a secret syndicate of merchants yes, that they and all I, get. And I know you hate it, but I love it. vomit. All right. I love it so much. Really quick, before we get to the Duke, can I just say trying to drive through a wall of a house to get out will not yield that result. The roof will cave in and you will die. Like, even when he's in the truck and he drives I mean, through a wall. It was a it, good it idea. on the house. I'm just but saying, also, it's a rickety-ass house. I didn't even think the truck also, could do that. Also, here's my problem. He drives through an interior wall 
with a plan to get out of another exterior wall. Why not just reverse into the exterior wall that's right behind you? I don't know. Anyway. I didn't find ramming it, but let's get into it. But the they Duke. didn't make that part of the map. So that's why. Here's my... That's actually the correct <laughs> answer, yes. So the Duke. So the Duke. All right, so this will go ahead and introduce my, my diegesis problem with this game. So just like the, the freaking Mr. Everywheres, where that was something that was non-diegetic, which means okay. that was not something to be taken within the story or the actual characters right. acknowledging these things. That's something for the player to understand. Right. The merchant is also something that is supposed to be non-diegetic. He is not something within the world of RE4. I disagree. No one else references him. No one else acknowledges his existence. He is literally only there for Leon and Ada because they need shops. But my point is, uh -huh. if that's the case, if he's, if a character, if not, well, no, if something is supposed to be non-diegetic, uh -huh. then don't attach it to a character. Because us, as humans, we will anthropomorphize a character and assign meaning to them. Right. It should have just been a gameplay mechanic. No, because for, for those at home, diegetic means <laughs> occurring within the context of the story and able to be heard by the character. Yeah. Do the character? Is this right. something that is uh, canon in the story? Do the characters acknowledge it's in like the how, narrative? It's like I haven't heard that singing. fucking word since SAT. It's like how prep. singing in a musical is non-diegetic. Right. The music in a music, like a music in a musical, yeah. is non-diegetic for the characters in right. the musical, but for us, we hear it. So, again, though, I hear what you're saying, and that even happened with the merchant in RE4. People put a personality to uh -huh. him, but I liked the sense of mystery behind him where we didn't need that explained. And you're saying that it should have just been a menu screen? Yes. They did that for 5 and 6, and, I, again, it felt like it was lacking that that personality behind the store. But, see, when you give something a personality, it matters, no, period. I look, I agree with you with personality, but when the personality extends to plot details, where that he is the one giving you exposition that he should be finding out from one of the lords or mm -hmm. one of the people in town that just died for no reason, like... It was given to the Duke because he's always going to be there, and there's no explanation necessary for why he's always around. He's just there. That just adds to the mystery for me. I think the fact... Look, I understand that works for you, but for me personally, making it part of the story, making him actually give be the reason why Ethan knows a lot of things, while also being able to teleport and not be stopped by any of the other four lords, is a, it's, it's dissonant. We don't know that he teleports. He rides his carriage very quickly, Correct. my friend. Okay, but my point being is that it, it introduces a lot of questions that don't really get answers, and they just kind of whiff but them see, away. But see, that's just it. I had questions about the merchant in 4 also. But it, but the game doesn't pretend to give any. It doesn't pretend that he has Neither any Neither does answers. 8. Yes, it does in the carriage where he's like, Ah, Ethan, I can't tell you that answer because literally the plot says so. Like, I don't like that. I like, if you're going to have a shop and he has a personality, that's fine. Look, if the Duke was the Duke without him literally telling you about my baby in a jar, then that would have been fine. I would have no, I mean, he kind of never shuts the fuck up and that bothers me too. Where like, he will always have an ad lib, whereas the merchant, sure. it was more situational to what I was doing. Okay. I don't want to hear his, his ASMR lip smacking, his fucking, <laughs> his fucking, everything has a prize, Ethan. I know you've said this line six times already. I'm done. 
and look, I get it. You guys love I really him. Like this what, is why I don't like I him. I really like when he shames you for just selling like non-special items. Bits and bobs, yeah. Bits and bo- I'm, you know, I'm only accepting this deal because of our relationship, Ethan. <laughs> look, I, I like what he has in terms, but they, the way they portray him is not so, beneficial for me. If I may. Yes. The thi- like, there's like, the moment I liked the Duke was exactly what you hate. Which is the moment it solidifies that he's not just a gameplay mechanic. Which is in Lady Dumitrescu's day planner. Yes. You specifically see she has a meeting with the Duke. Sure, but when I'm actively killing three out of four lords and this character is in this town and Miss Mother Miranda, who could see everything, is not stopping this. Hmm? Like, it, it just, why? She can't. She, ugh. This is like stupid so Ouroboros if, Alice T-Virus shit, and I hate if, it. If you di- agree or disagree with <laughs> either of these gentlemen, Ugh. be sure you can to kill the merchant, tag buddy. them and, and tweet at them. Uh, personally, what really made me like the Duke is that he's the only one that seems to be on your side. Yeah, <laughs> that's... And, he's, and he's also the only one that's kind of like cheering you on almost. And it's nice. It's nice to have I some agree. support. I mean, at a certain point in the game, Chris is on your side, but I guess in the it beginning, you don't think so. 80 to 90% of the game to fucking get there. I, I guess. But the Duke was there for me when no one else was, That's right. George. I found the Duke to be obnoxious. Okay. And Congratulations. Me you pers- and him I are very similar. Dude. And Duke. <laughs> so it's really funny. I didn't hear him bring up Final Fantasy VII once. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. So it's really funny that you made this comparison. Uh-huh. Cause yes, I do want to know more about the Continental and John Wick. Ah, uh, okay. That was my whole thing where I liked it where it's mysterious. Let oh. it be a fucking mystery. You don't need it's to explain the Metaclorians. at first, but I want the answer to the question. But it did. But it was a question that didn't need to be answered. I already had the question from four. But who cares about the answer? Who cares where Leon's getting guns? It's no, a gameplay thing. I want to know what the fuck the merchant is. I guess and that this is where it's just mind-boggling for me because what do you expect the answer to be? He's clearly some kind of superhuman, just like Duke is. Cool, then you got the answer. Why but did you need the game to tell you? Where did he get his powers from? How do him and the Duke know each other? What is, like, is it just the two of them? Like, I want to know. I And I, I swear that that ruins the mystery. Do they way. bowl together? <laughs> I guess so. Like The Duke, how good of a cook is he? Oh, right? Yeah. No, well, obviously, uh, so but, yeah, after the Duke, after meeting the Duke, yes. we finally get into Castle Dumitrescu, right? Which is very, very gothic, very beautiful. I this is mm. one of my favorite settings it, in the game. It is mine as well. Um, and Not slowly mine, but surely, I'll explain why. Slowly but surely, I liked it. But sorry, go ahead. Slowly, but, but, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I I'm know, kidding. Adrian, go ahead. You can speak now. You, you took gonna, too long. I'm sorry. Um, you were going to do it. You were going to fucking do no, it. No, no, no. I, Slowly but surely, you meet all the de- denizens of Castle Dumitrescu. As soon as you try to, like, you know, explore a little, the sisters show up. They drag you up to, I guess, the bedroom? They, they wait, they hook you, turn into bugs, and somehow still attach half, their arms. Half, the bu- half of them are bugs. Right. 
they're the lower half are bugs, and that's how they fly magic around. Magic bugs. Wait, everything's bugs. Aren't they all bugs? Yeah. Well, yes, they, but, but she's saying he's saying the form that they oh, take. Oh, okay. I see what you, you mean. Can, okay. You can still see their body. It's yes, not just, they oh, kept oh, their right. torso. One hooks you, then the other one hooks you, and Through then they're the like, "Mother, with, we have brought you hooks. prey." Uh huh. And this is probably you know when you go back to play it, this is the first instance where you're like, well, maybe second instance where the game kind of tells you, oh. Uh, maybe Ethan isn't. Well, yeah. But it, oh, but he's going so a bit stale. But it's mm. so specific. Did they have a fucking bottle of healing liquid? Why yeah. do they have a bottle of fucking heals? Why do they have handgun ammo too? lying around? What? That's true. Why do they have handgun ammo lying but around? But again, this Why is a diegesis problem. Whereas ammo left around but the environment. Maybe it, heal, maybe it heals them too. Okay, but but they, why? They're bugs. That doesn't make sense. They can still take damage. But that's supposed to heal for the mold. I don't... I don't, and I don't. Lady D is mold. But again, hold on. This is where I'm having my diegesis problem because look at when we played original Resident Evil, right? Uh -huh. All the... It made sense in RE2 for the ammo to be left around because the police officers right. left it. But there are other Resident Evil games where it doesn't make umbrella, sense. not Umbrella. Right. Not the lab. Right. Why is... Why, why do these doctors have handgun ammo yeah. in their exactly. lockers? Exactly, but you're not meant to think about that because it's right. for the player. Now you're introducing it to a story element. I He's literally coming down, and now one of the ammo boxes that were not supposed to be part of the story hey, are now part of the story. Hey, wait, hey, what? Hey, not. I mean, as an example, the health item that wasn't oh. part of the story is now part of the story. Yeah, but it doesn't break the story in any Resi way. Resi Three Remake had a first aid spray used on Mikhail, and it didn't auto heal but, him. But that wasn't even your player character. That was off screen to other characters. But you get to see it used on him, which and it was, doesn't heal him which was the, the way it heals us. Which was the first time in the series. You have to understand. This right, and you loved it. I loved it because it wasn't me. It wasn't getting in the way of my immersion. It was other characters using it in the world, which was fine. But if it was me and my character and my plot survival, right. I'm sorry, I, I'm hanging from my hands, right? And I go down, I'm like, shit, I better get out. Oh, there's a full heal over here. How convenient. That's the first thing I think of. Like, I get why it's there, James, but I don't, I don't, I think it's like, kind of cheesy. You can tell feels... you're not a writer. <laughs> what do you mean I'm not a writer? I don't think you. How if would I was you write writer, that? If how I was, would you get out of that? How would I get out of that? I would have Ethan drop down and leave the room and find his own. What? What? What would that it matter? He found his own right there. What would it matter if I was in the same health state as when I got there, but my hands were hurt? But that's my point. Is what is it? Why does it matter where you find the health bottle? My point is, that we didn't even need it. We don't need. You it. do though. I mean, really? Yes, because that's the first point in the game where you are introduced to Ethan's powers. But it's not even a clear indication of that. It looks like any other heal. But the it's one not in meant the to be clear because the one in the elevator the definitely yes. is a clear indicator. It's not but even an elevator. It's, it's, an elevator. it's just the gate. No, you, you oh, activate no, the tomb and it the, rises you up. No, the, the, no, the, I the, just played this. Dude, you're talking about James, when you lose your hand? After no, you lose your the, hand, the mask, you finish the, the chase, going up. you go to an altar, you put it in, he then repairs oh, his hand. Yeah, 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 I got that. That scene is what I'm talking I, I, about. I got it. That, if you're telling me you go that, into the courtyard. I don't have a problem. Well, it's a little whatever, but I don't have a problem with that health bottle because that is to establish he's reconnecting his hand. Uh -huh. And that's this from is, his own like inventory. This like an average heal. That's it's literally George, to that's heal also from his own the, inventory. To he doesn't get his pinkies back or anything. No, but you're literally ripped a hole 
from the middle of your palm up your hand, it, George. I just don't think it's clear enough that there's a separation. It, it does you, look cut, but him healing looks the same as any other heal. You literally, though, We are spending him. a long time yeah, we are. on whether or not it heals you or not. I'm just saying the game likes to conveniently say, here's a health item for your plot. Okay. Which I, some people doesn't bother, obviously. So, the point <laughs> is, it's there as the first, in retrospect, we realize this is the first indication of Ethan's powers but also the fact that different also what what he is yes i mean but being able to have his fingers off for most of this and be all right for a while still but yeah yeah, yeah. so the fingers though i think would have been a much better way to showcase his powers right because his powers and the twist of that was one of my least favorite parts in the game i as well i understand that they explain why ethan can take so much punishment that doesn't change the fact that it is so immersion breaking for me and to sit there and get fucking skewered and and wait, stabbed wait. through the legs. Go ahead. We'll get there because we we have to get to where Mother Miranda does that to us. No, you you've already been stabbed through the legs. Oh, you're talking about them stabbing. Yeah. You. Okay, I'm sorry. Talking about Mar- no, Mar- you've already had massive blood loss from losing your fingers. Right. Then you get stabbed through the legs. Then you get fucking hung on meat hooks from the ceiling and c- literally just rip your hand out of it. Uh-huh. That's what they called me in college, by the way. Meat hook. Oh, God. Hashtag meat hook. Continue. Sorry. And then you eventually get to a confrontation with Lady D. Right. Where she straight up removes your hand. Again. Th- that a is different hand. That, after you kill on. one of her daughters. Yeah. After you kill one of her daughters. Yes. Right. I want to talk about the daughters real quick. Sure. Um, I, I'm sure we have to. Yeah. Uh, I, when they were introduced, I thought they were literally like triplets, that they all look the same. But no, they each have their own individual hair sisters, colors. Yeah. They're three sisters. And despite that, I could not give less of a fuck about them. Yeah, they. but that's the thing. They're with, interchangeable. That's the thing with this fucking, with Capcom. They keep setting up like there's going yeah. to be some interpersonal drama between these characters. Never happens. They get killed off in an now, instant. I think part of the problem and part of the reason we might have had the expectation that they were going to be a little more than what they were the trailers yes yes well, it's because we all thought lady d was the big bad because the trailers definitely turns out she's not she's like the first boss right of four bosses and i even during the the first reveal i thought heisenberg was the first because she was like he escaped heisenberg so i was like okay technically I guess I he's heisenberg. your first encounter yeah but it, it implies i thought yeah. it would be his factory we were escaping from oh yeah we didn't talk about the heisenberg Oh, the trial. Oh, yeah, yeah, the the traps. How do Um, you get caught again? How do you get caught again? Oh, it's You're trying to get into Castle D. No, it's from the 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 lichen fight, isn't it? No, you're going into Castle D. It's after the No, because you meet the old lady after the lichen fight. You're opening the gate and he's like Ethan Winters. That's your name, isn't it? I see what you got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the last one. You must be pretty tough. And then Magneto wraps you up in a metal casket. Right. Yeah. And then you get bracelets, and then you have what? these, like, three traps. Did you say bracelets? Yeah, iron bracelets. Handcuffs? They, they are va- they are fucking oppressive bracelets. <laughs> that, that's what we call hashtag them. Hashtag oppressive bracelets. <laughs> oh, shit. So, so, you hashtag. So, see, that was, that was diegetic. What? what? <laughs> Diagetic? You, you can't just use new words like that. No. I'm using your word. So <laughs> incorrectly. He goes, fuck off. <laughs> so he goes through that whole trial and he finally makes out to where he was, which conveniently was right there. Uh, we go into Castle Doom 
whatever. Castle Doom. Whoa. Whatever. <laughs> um, whoa, whoa. You kill the first daughter. Whoa, whoa. The, the tri- oh, we're not going to talk about the trial? I mean, the trial is just whoa. you running away from... It's literally hallways. Your but, favorite oh, subject. Could someone talk to me how you can break your bracelet with a giant fucking grinder and somehow like... So, I, the so one? What what the fuck? The, I think the idea is and what they're showing is that you're using the friction of the blade to heat the metal. I, no, I got that. But did you see how many blades there were? Oh, yeah. How the fuck? Like, yeah, how uh, are you just withstanding it, that it, force? I highly doubt there's like a really even single blade like this. They're yeah, all right? fucking like, no, that's ridiculous. So whatever, it was fun. It was fun to run away. But yeah, but that is also the first time you see in person Mother Miranda uh-huh. and, the and the four lieutenants. Which the new four. family. Again, though, if the game just let this be the scene that uh-huh. introduces me to the four lords, I would have loved it. But they just kept telling me twice before this. Okay. Fuck me. Continue. So we're we're in the castle now. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in the castle. We we killed the first daughter. Uh, we then start exploring more. We we hear Lady D. We get her key. Yes. Which. It's her and Heisenberg, the only ones that have their specific key. You have an intruder in your house. Let me put my key down. Oh, yeah. What? (laughs) To be fair, she was very frustrated. (laughs) She was very stressed at this time. She wasn't thinking clearly. (laughs) But she then immediately confronts you and doesn't take the key back from you. She just chastises you and degrades you, Adrian. Which, which you have no okay. idea how many times I hit restart from that menu. Admittedly, I, I, I find it funny because she you hits you filthy into filthy little man thing. She throw she hits you into the ground enough that you fall three or four stories. Yep. And that should be another indicator uh-huh. of Ethan being able to survive shit. But like that must have not been intentional. She probably meant to just slam you and then yes. maybe kill you, but she slammed you through four floors. Yeah, I think it surprised her that you survived. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But, and yeah. she says, you know, running will get you nowhere or whatever the fuck. And then, and then Ethan, Ethan, has Ethan some says the line. worst fuck for me, the worst fucking thing in the game. Do your worst. Oh yeah. It's extra funny because you really think she she can hear you, Ethan? Yeah, like, right. You're four stories like, down. Like he's saying it not only that, but under his breath. Like, re- like he's talking back to a bully. It like, reminds me of, worst. of Batman versus Superman. Do you bleed? Flies <laughs> away. Yeah. You, you will. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but you are now in my favorite part of the castle, Ooh. which is the catacombs area. Um, I'd like to, on that note, yes, because I made a note on that, the catacombs. Oh. So I was thinking about it. There are a lot of areas in this castle that Lady Dumitres could not reach. She's too big to fit through half <laughs> of this fucking castle. Yes. So I found that to be interesting, too. There's just so much of this castle she can't well, use. Well, remember, this, the castle wasn't designed when she was big, though. But it wasn't... Right, no, I get that, but she, she never clearly she mutation. crouches through the doorway. She changes the the house enough. <laughs> but I do like, yeah, I do like that she clearly ordered a new bathtub. Yes, and it's giant. <laughs> she had custom made, like the whole. By the way, the whole wine cellar, as you said, it's my, like one of my favorites yeah. as well because the castle has so many great little setups yeah. like that, and the the cellar, blood cellar, is amazing. And of course, the vampires making wine. Get it. I also, so I want to talk about this just so we can uh, mention it going forward. All Mm. four of the bosses represent some classic monster trope. Right. Uh, Or not just the bosses, even some of the enemies and stuff like that. In Lady Dumitrescu's case, she, so we could also talk about who the bosses are and why they're relevant. Right. In that they are Mother Miranda experimenting with the mold. Yes. The mold that we were introduced to in, I was going to say Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> that, that was pretty moldy. In Resident Evil 7. Uh-huh. 
uh, we, she's experimenting with the mold, and we learn th- through playing the game that different people react to the mold very differently. Ugh. Hang on, we'll get there. Yeah, I don't know. And in some exceptional cases, you get exceptional results. These four people are supposed to represent four different levels of exceptional cases. Right. Lady Dumitrescu being the second most uh, exceptional. And probably only second because of a genetic condition she has. I just think these genetic conditions yeah. are a little too specific and similar to old folklores yeah. of werewolves and fucking right. vampires, which is whatever. So the idea is Lady D has a genetic condition that when combined with her mold infection makes it so that she consistently has to consume human flesh and drink human blood. She's a vampire. And of course, a side effect of this is that she's tall. Well, I guess. And extremely strong it, and resistant it, to any I think damage. that was supposed to be like a Deadpool thing. Cause she, so I think the idea was that she had the best healing factor out of all of them. Uh-huh. And as a result of her continual growing, it's basically her cells never go into degeneration state. Right. She's not even downable like Mr. X or Nemesis. You right. can't no. down her no. at all. At all. And as she yeah. laughs at your at your attacks. Is that all you have? Like it sucks that that's such a great pursuer and it's only for that area yeah. and you never get anything like that again. I would have yeah, loved so I think the idea if she was is that it, walking around unlike the humans Mods. that once our that once our cells like reach a certain point we stop growing. Right. I think the idea is that her cells don't reach a degeneration point mm-hmm. so she kept growing. Right. I think that's the idea. It's still weird. Still means she can't get through like 80% of her house. Yes. Uh, And I think her daughters are also mild references to witches. Right. Yeah. It's it's supposed to be like the craft, yeah. you know, where they're all like it's the it's the, well, the and brides a witch is, the trinity, but they're brides and a of witch's coven usually has three exactly either the power of three either they're that or they're supposed to be the brides of Dracula, which is or a that. thing already, yes. or maybe even both. One thing about the the daughters, I guess, since we're moving on to the second daughter real quick, sure, because we're that's basically right after that. Um, the second daughter, as well as Elena, in the beginning of the game, is voiced by Jill Valentine oh, in a yep. three remake. And I didn't know that until I was shooting her in the face, and she goes, "Oh!" And I was like, "Wait, I know that fucking gasp of pain. What Grunts the fuck? And efforts. I know this grunt. So yeah, no, Joe Valentine. Um, just really quick. No, uh, no, you get to the blood cellar before you kill the first daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lady Doom pushes you down, and it's the dungeons, right? Where you're, where you get your hand oh, cut off and everything, right? So after that, you then fight the second daughter. Look, the second and third daughter boss fight are they're, they're basically copy paste, right? But there's something cool about the second daughter fight, which you get after you get the key and the piano. Mm-hmm. Lady Doom is following you, but as soon as you start opening that key, oh yeah, to the boss fight, she stops following you, and you could hear her laugh. Yeah, yeah. Then you finally, you know, you finish that one. You're almost done. Then you get to. A secret uh, cutscene that you found with the third daughter Cassandra in oh, the uh, yeah. in the I main hall. Twice now, missed that cutscene. Really? I'm trying to actively get it. I can't get it's, it. You have to. Two out of three daughters are dead. Right. And you have to come into the room from either the library or that uh, the the Cassandra hallway room. I, I swear. That top level. Yeah, I missed it. So yeah, it. You, you, you experience this scene between, it's literally the only scene between like the daughters that you're not actively a part of, mm-hmm. or between uh, Lady D and the daughters, is you hear uh, Alcine, Alcine say, Cassandra! 
Uh-huh. And then Cassandra shows up. Yes, mother. Find this man and kill him now. Which you, at this point you now know, and because she said it earlier, that Lady D is actively acting against Miranda. Right. Because Miranda wants you alive. Right. But Lady D wants you dead for killing her fucking daughters. And speaking of killing her daughters, I think it's kind of weird that like they did nothing to insulate the house if cold is what kills them. You know what I mean? Like being surrounded by Insulation the thing that foam kills wasn't you, invented yet, my guy. But it was invented in that era. It's not like the game takes place in fucking castle times. Fair. It's the modern age, and you would fucking make some changes to the house so that your daughters don't die from the fucking cold. Well, to be in fair, the mountains. To be fair, up until that point, they've never had an intruder. They did not something they ever had to think but about. Dumitresca wrote a note. They are weak to cold, so I shall live on this mountaintop. What? No, she lived on the mountaintop first. I mean, what I'm saying How is... How could okay, she travel them? My, my, they're bugs, right? Yeah. Bugs, get in the jar. Whoop, whoop, <laughs> and then move over to Heisenberg's area. Put holes in the top. <laughs> because Heisenberg didn't have a snow-covered place. Correct. There was some, but it wasn't as cold. Right. So what the fuck? She's just kind of around. That was very lucky. Anyway, we have now come... We've killed all three daughters. Yes. We've opened the doors. The most interesting of the three daughters fight is the last one, the one who's flirty. The one who decides to fight you in a room that you can remove the roof of. Yes. She chose that room to fight you in. That's the second one. They all one. choose the room, technically. I know, but she chose a room. Like, the first one, you shot a window. The second sure. one, you broke a wall down. She's in a room with a latch that yes, removes the Yes, but the point the is, <laughs> the point is, yes, yeah, she throws you into a room with a broken wall uh-huh. and then continues to fight you in that room instead of leaving to the rest of the catacombs that's behind you. That's my I know. point. It, it's silly. But yeah, but on but on that note though, that room is also the only time where you don't have like the weakness isn't constantly going on. Right, but you have, you to, have to keep on. opening the room. In a game show. So she right. has moments where she like resumes her superior form, which I liked from a gameplay mechanic. I, I also liked how they had mindsets of bugs. They're like, You're my prey. I, I'm gonna I why are you trying to kill me? I don't understand. Like they just they aren't humanly understanding what's going on. It's kind so, of interesting. This uh, these sisters also partially set up the twist of Ethan. And that, well, because much like Ethan, the sisters aren't actually human. Mm-hmm. They are a collection of organisms mm-hmm. that is now taking human form and consciousness. Oh, it's a foreshadow. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, all right. They are, because... The flies yeah. operate much like the way Ethan's mold does. Right. And that they have absorbed the consciousness of the sisters mm-hmm. and somehow can calcify into humanoid formations. I, I always get confused with stuff like that. Because if you're traveling like in, as a mass of bugs yes. and half of your mass of bugs gets separated, if you ever try becoming human, do you just like miss a leg? I don't know. It's, it's not very clear. Um, so clearly each of them represents one hive of insects that's connected by a hive mind. In terms of- Which is neat. And that is intended as a setup for how Ethan's abilities work. I still don't like it, but that's what happens. Right. I as well. And I was mentioning areas that I liked in this this area. Huh. The best, because the castle has a lot of great setups. The blood room in the bottom, and then this one I'm going to mention now, the rooftop with the bats. Because, like, you could just have, you know, regular raids, like the wolf raids. But what the castle did really well is it took the supplies you had that you gathered around yeah. and put you in scenarios. To which use is them. Resident Evil. Like, it's, that's yeah, the whole absolutely. point. It's so the, the most bats. resi, I would argue, of yes. the entire game. I agree with that. That it's, and Moreau, yeah. 
No. I think Moreau was Moreau's very Resident Evil. Moreau's very Resident Evil 4. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's the what I... Moreau boss, yes, but his area is oh, no, yeah, it's a set not. piece the yeah. whole time. Yeah, so but no. that's very Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, we'll get into that. Okay, so yeah, I, I do agree that the castle does represent the most traditional Resident Evil experience. The closest, yeah. So we get through the door, we find this church or whatever. Fuck this thing. What thing? Continue. The church. So, and then there's a actual casket. Which holds this legendary blade oh, right. this is that we only heard in a variety of poisons. This is the door that'll let me escape. No, it's the one to the tower to get my secret dagger right. that we've pulled out of our ass. That will hurt. You Billy only Casca? have one note telling you about this so-called dagger. You get it as soon as you get it. No, I don't know how to write. You're right, guys. You know I don't know how to write. You guys are right. Oh, it was only me that said it. Don't worry about I'm it. I'm just saying. It's Go just ahead. no. You just don't. Enjoy things. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do. All right. No, you don't. Yeah, so, when you're good. I've watched movies with so, you. All you do is talk during the movie. So the point so, is so, that uh, the uh-huh. whole you find out that your whole mission. Oh, because you the the it, you get MacGuffins to get to a MacGuffin. Right. Because yes. the first MacGuffin is the four masks, which I actually like. It's a, but that's a key item. I know. That's like a res. That's but a then that thing. leads you directly to a MacGuffin. Knife right. you can't use. Which is knife you can't use except in a cutscene. How, because however, fa- that knife is mysteriously misplaced. Yeah. It flies off the, the cliff when you're done using it. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, I, I, I know 100% that shit might come back. Chekhov's you dagger? I, I actually think it'll come back. I mean, I don't know, man. Whatever. So you stab Lady D with it, and it's reacting very poorly to her. She gets very mad. So I and we see her ultimate form. What? Why even have that in her house? The one thing that can kill me. Technically not her house. The art director. It's the art in the tower. Her house. It's in the tower. That whole thing is her castle. The art directors explain it. Uh, uh-huh. Supposedly, like, the knife can't be destroyed. It can be placed somewhere else. She wanted to keep it there to make sure it didn't fall into the wrong hands. I... That's in, why I guess that's why it's behind a four lock door. I guess, but if someone just were I mean, to climb the other secure. side, if someone were just to climb the other side of the wall, they'd well, get it. Well, that's why she has flying sentries. Sure, sure. I just think it's weird, MacGuffin. I right? agree. So, Fighting. and here's I fuck it. I look. I know it's a thing in Resident Evil, but I don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. I'm gonna talk about it because once you pick up that knife, you better be done with Castle Dumitrescu. Yeah, no, that's not a be. thing. That's not a Resident Evil thing, though. It's it's happened in Resident Evil games before. It's a where you're Veronica locked, thing. Oh, where you're locked <laughs> out of locations. <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah. Because once you pick up that knife, you better be fucking. You're done, done with Castle D. Even that's before it. that, when you open that door and go through it, the door is locked. You can't go back in through really? that door. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so and- once you've done the four locks, that's fine. Make sure that you You've do everything. Castle. Everything is blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which thank you for the map to to give you an indicator when you're done searching and when you're not. Yeah. So right before you fight the boss, I just want to say on the castle, like the most of the backtracking that a Resident Evil game would have was in the castle, and you didn't really see that outside of it except for maybe the village where right. you were in a hub zone, which was fun for a Resident Evil game. A hub zone yeah. is a good idea. Yeah, I agree. So I kind of dug that. So let's yeah. continue on to the boss. That right? was fine. I just like why, like why not let me back in the castle? Yeah, there's no, there's I, no reason. Honestly, I would have loved the hub zone in Resident Evil Three Remake. 
That would have been fun. The city that for, been for fun. the fucking city to be a hub zone. That would have been great. The original kind of does that with the tram car. It does. It kind of oh, does. Yeah. But um, you were saying something about uh being able to go back in. Chances are it was a loading limitation because there's no loading screens between going through areas, and they didn't sure. want to have to load the castle. There are loading well screens everything. though. They're elevators. But yeah, I guess put an elevator in front of the exactly. Thing, you're fine. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. Like every other have... boss has an elevator loading. It's very true, and you can't go back. Uh, I don't yeah, see and why every not. other boss you can't go back, and it doesn't every make time sense. you hit the switch, nothing happens it, for right. no reason. All right, so the boss fight, Lady Dimitrescu. I did not have a hard time with this boss fight. No, um, it was a good boss fight. I enjoyed it. It, it began. It continues the habit of Resident Evil bosses with new Resident Evil bosses. Monsters. That, but they won't shut up. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I don't know why I want my monster to be a monster and not constantly keep teasing me with, yeah. like, puns and shit. I get it. It's fine when she's in, mo like, regular stalker form. But when she's a big fuck-off monster, I don't want her, I'm gonna swallow you up! What, I, what am I, I, a fucking kid? I did like the kid? design. The design was cool. It was a dragon, which was oh, random. Uh, it's a bat, but it's it looks like a well, dragon. It's, it's a it's a reference to Dracula. It's a reference, yeah, but it's also the bat in yeah. the storybook, but it's Correct. more mutated. Yeah. But her being a dragon is a reference to Dracula. Sure, sure. Because that's literally what his name um, means. You get to honestly really do a really good job killing her yeah. if you know how to do it right. This is probably this is probably one of the. I don't want to say easier of the boss fights because I think Moreau's easier. They're both about the same to me. Yeah. And I they mean, both play honestly, about the same Honestly, the easiest too. is Donna. The hardest well, thing about yeah. Dumitres, and I didn't even realize it until my second playthrough because I actually made it on hardcore, no problem. But on my second playthrough when I was fussing around with their AI, the bugs can just get you like that. If so, you know, if funny enough, that's, that's a not, new attack. That, oh, that's that, in Village that Shadows only? Is not, it's in, uh, oh. in, in standard playthrough. You have to basically be like fucking around for those bugs to ever show up. Interesting. I didn't know I, that. I didn't notice the bugs in, on my first playthrough. In Village yeah. of Shadows, as soon as you get her to the point where she's flying, those swarms are there no matter what yes. you do. Okay. And that shit fucking sucks. Yes, I that actually, makes sense. I actually waited a bit while she was flying in my hardcore run and she was doing the bug swarm. So yeah, all the yeah, bosses, by it. the way, have new attacks in Village of Shadows. Right, I kind of noticed because I didn't see that bug thing in my hardcore. I don't really know what Moreau's new attack in Village of Shadows is. I know. Probably repeating Acid Rain. That's it right there. Oh. He does it twice no matter what. Got it. And that sucks when you're trying to get the trophy for beating right. it in under a minute and he's forced to do that. Yeah. Like, Sashimi. Sashimi. So... Uh, We're going to pretty much finish Moreau without even getting there. <laughs> so you've beat Castle D. Well, that's just the next two uh, areas are pretty easy to get through because right. they're so quick. This begins this conversation. We beat Lady D. Get we her beat Lady D. You get her unique treasure at the end. She has the jar waiting for you at the bottom of the right. tower. You don't know what it is. So you it's get... a, Yeah, so you, you get this, the flask is what they call it. Right. And this is where I must interject. Okay. Because this is where I was really fucking proud of myself. Because my ass likes to explore the environment to a, like, grudging pace, uh -huh. grueling pace, that I was looking at every tombstone in the village. Only one is legible. Yeah. Mia. And it's... No. No. No, it's no, a tombstone. No, ever. Uh... <laughs> Mia. It was Zoe. I knew it. Um, but no, it says Evie. Or not Evie. Um, Eva. 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 Uh, you've, you were gone too soon. Yeah. And I'm like... Why is this name the only one yeah. particular? And then when I got the jar, oh. it says Eva on the jar. So I just put two and two together. Neogenesis like, Evangelion. Yes. <laughs> Big <laughs> anime fan. <laughs> anyway, uh, by the way, I'm sorry. I wanted to mention this earlier because you just said her name. The game 
kind of expects the canon mm. ending for Resident Evil or the canon choice for Resident Evil Seven mm. to be the one where you save Mia. Right. Right. That's the even though we know good ending. we know Zoe survives, but they kind of ex- but there was originally cut content in Resident Evil Eight that specifically tells you what Zoe is up to. Uh, in this part, of, uh, at this point in the game, cut content. Are yep. you talking about the, tra- the 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 extra eighty page fucking document you get? What? Because that is the that's the thing you get for pre ordering the game, and that gave you no 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 no. no. Oh, I don't I don't know if that has anything to do with her I or not. Know. I don't know what that is. Oh well, then because how do you there's know a about bit. Zoe? Well, because there's uh so well because there's cut content from the game where you find like I think it's supposed to be like blog posts or something. Written by Zoe, that's trying to uncover the cover up of the right. Louisiana. You don't get that till either you pre ordered a game and got the DLC or you beat the game. It's, when an, did you 80 get it in the game? it's an 80 page document that's like the tragedy of Ethan Winters. And that was where that and it's was. It's supposed to be written by Zoe? Well, yeah, it's in, a collection of a ton of things. Oh, it's 80 pages. I know for a fact in there, it's uh, concept art for Ada Wong to save you from the. No, oh, yeah. No, that's the concept art. There's there's concept art and then there's an 80 page document that is nothing but supplementary material that they fill in the blanks with. Oh, so if you're interested in that, and then Zoe has a whole thing in yeah. there where she, it tells you about her. But is she it worth thirteen dollars though? Not really. If you could just look <laughs> it up, but whatever. I mean, Wiki exists. So yeah, Cat Lady D dies. You get How the flash. To say that? You get to an, a very weird looking giant area with four giants looking down on this yep. area. And a very suspicious-looking symbol that looks like the Umbrella logo. So stupid. It's so stupid. Mm, I'm going to talk about that logo uh, a little later, but that shit pisses me off. We should talk about that when Chris gets there. So, yes, you see a logo that is very clearly the Umbrella logo. Right. Which I don't know if if, if you're like me or not, but you're going to be led to believe that this is going to be something deeply tied to the origins of Umbrella. Uh, you would think that, and the advertisement says yeah. the secret of Umbrella. Yeah, exactly. You get so, nothing. you expect some big, giant plot revelation about how Umbrella is actually the latest evolution of a secret sect of society or that or Miranda was part of Umbrella right. or something, and no, but none we'll of that. we'll get there. So, go ahead. So, you go down this weird road where there's a bunch of lichens there, and you show up at the altar, and lo and behold, the the Duke's there, and he tells you what to do. You go back to the village, you do some shenanigans, you find a new enemy type, and you get your grenade launcher. You get back to the Duke and tell him, hey, listen, what the fuck? Wait, I don't want to... Wait, that's where we meet the the actual wolves, the... The big wolves. The big wolves, which I really like their design. Yes, they I have think some they very, were very cool looking. They look like I fucking Bloodborne. hate their intro. Why? Because that I didn't take no damage from all this visible damage yeah. I'm taking. Yeah, it's a little unclear. But uh, they're like also, Bloodborne. You enemies. were supposed to get introduced to them during the first werewolf raid. Oh god. The Yuria was supposed to be holding two of them on chains. Like they were his. Pets. Oh, in the concept art, you can see that yeah. that that dude holding the chains. They gave him a nice thick chest. I remember that concept <laughs> art. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yuria, by the way, is the name of the large creature that you fight during the raid and you fight later on in the game two more times. And the he was the leader guy? of the village. What? He was the leader of the village. He's the, the cat leader. face guy. Cat face guy. I call him because he. Yeah, kinda, oh, like I cat guess. Face? Yeah. 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 Okay. I know well, what you're you about. fight him and his brother later on in, in the Chris segment. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So let's you, just get to the house. 
Yeah. Because we were just, other than this, it's just futzing around well, with the dude. Well, you also get introduced to the new key system of the game. Which I like. I thought it was very it's cool. It's an interesting spin on the Resi key uh, yeah. theme, where instead of having multiple but, key keys, you keep changing the one. Clever. But. What? I'm so, like, it's so, it's so fucking lazy. Because me, being a maker, someone with like a 3D printer, or someone who actually knows some metallurgy, first thing I wanted to do was, I want to make that key. Okay. But I want to actually make the parts that fit together. You can't. It doesn't fit together. No. It actually clips through itself, and it just it molds into a whole new key. You're going to need to Pisses make it. Pisses me yeah. the fuck off. You're going to have to make it complete. You either have to make the complete thing or just force it. It sucks. But it to be honest, drives me you crazy. really want this key? Like, it's not like, it doesn't have like a, it's a cool idea. I don't hate the key, but it kind of just looks like how the RE7 keys were just kind of like haphazardly put together. They just look like, I don't know, a thing of rust. I really hard for me I to disagree, identify with it. I disagree, man. I think it looks really cool and it has a very like mechanical feel to it. I, okay. I like the function of it. I just think it also sucks that almost all the keys you get are circular. Like, all the, the insignias are a circle. The metal key is a circle. Dumitresca's key is a circle. Oh, yeah. This, for me, oh, I'm going through them, okay. and I'm like, what the fuck? Which one is which? I have to pay the fuck attention. Well, one of them has six wings. So, I mean... Only when you <laughs> fucking finish it. Two wings. So, when you get the, the key that you find in the house with the red chimney, you go back, and it kind of opens a door for you to House Beneviento. Right. Which is Donna. Yes. The... The Angie doll, so to speak, and, and all that, that you see the first time in the House of the Four Lords. Meeting. Well, actually, you don't even really see her. You only see Angie. Right. In the, in no, the, she's the there. No, she's in the she? background. She's in the back. But oh, in the, okay. in the, but in the she's, funeral. She's in all right, black, right, right. and she's in the back. You yeah. miss her, like, super easy. She uh, picks up Angie, actually. You oh, can... that's right. That's right. You do. You're right. You're right. So, yeah, you are now but in... Was she... Did everyone see that? Or don't only eat... Because the doll says, everyone, he's waking up, but... You'd have to drug them to get them to see her because that's what makes no, her No, I don't there. think that's the case. I think she can actually turn invisible. What, turn invisible? Yeah. What, what do you mean? No. Donna. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about for the doll to be animate and yeah. moving around, they, they implied that that was drug-related. No. No? The doll has a fucking... Kadoo uh, in it? Kadoo in it. Yeah, she shares it with all there, the she's, dolls. Multiple of the dolls have it, too. Yeah. That's okay. why she can control them. All right, okay, all right, continue. Then. They, right, they specifically sure. say that she's weaker than the other bosses uh -huh. because she split her kadu into her dolls to be able to control them. See, that's right. the new parasite of the game, guys. Yeah, the kadu. So kadu. you go to House Benevento, which is a very beautiful, very unsettling uh, walk-up. Yeah, they, I would say. They really played their hand early, though. If mean? it was like little things that were off, you know, maybe just the picture going in. But when Mia shows up right in front of you, Ethan, I have Rosemary right See, here. I like that. But like, I know that's not real. And then Ethan going, what? Mia? It's like, are you for real? We all know that's not He's real. He's an idiot. But, We've established okay, this. Okay. And I'm supposed to be like, awesome. You're an idiot. He also like, probably has severe brain damage. He's <laughs> severe so, finger damage. I mean, his her. brain is basically fungus. So He's dead. Well, his brain would we'll be his there, hand, guys. too. So. What? <laughs> his brain would be his hand, so I mean, That's hey. That's true. Uh, continue. Yes. So, yes, on your walk up to the house, you see visions of Mia and uh, Rose. Uh -huh. Right. Saying that she has something to tell you, some secret, something. Uh-huh. I know I don't. I, you clearly don't like this I, as much I as I do. I feel like a little bit more subtlety would have gone a long way, fine. but that's fine. I really like the way you enter this house. Where I you agree with that. Where you have to toss away your memories. Yeah. 
Because you for the entire game, you have a key item in your inventory, which is a family photo. And you don't know what it's, you do with it's it. It's Mia. Is it just Mia and it's Rose? It's me and Rosemary. It's and not you, you in there. No. You, no, you're obscured. Yeah, what do you think? You're obscured in it. My wedding oh, photos are, didn't have my face. You yeah, think that's going to have my face? So yeah, you, you walk up to this door and it asks for a key item. It tells you to surrender your memories. Question. Yes. Is this Donna casing her, her subject? She says, give me the biggest thing of your memory so I can create things based on no, it. No, she's already created them. She's already... Cr- okay. I took that the as her Mia getting information. The Mia that you see is the Mia doll. No, I know, but that was after you gave her the picture. No, it's not. You see it in the walk up. Yeah. The Mia doll is the one that was in yeah, talking the, to Yeah, the person who By gave then, me- you've already passed the flowers. You're already under the I just thought we effects. hallucinated that she was there. I didn't know that there was a thing there. No, no, no. So the idea is that she can use the hallucinations to change things. I, she doesn't really create anything new. Ugh. <sighs> Then the baby? That's why, like, when you first enter the house, the house is actually full of dolls, but she makes it look clean to you. Uh, well, okay. It's, it's, she can change the overall affectation But she's of not things. changing the dolls actually attacking. What? Because if you don't Oh, yeah, do those dolls, scene, yes. They attack. Yes, those do. Okay. Yes, no, no, no. Yeah, and those, because those, those are Kadoo dolls. It's like, all right, we're getting around this. Yeah, yeah. So you now enter what is, I'm not going to say it's my favorite part of the whole game in that I wish the whole game was like this because I don't. No, say your piece because I have a whole thing on this. I know. I like this because it's a break in the game. Sure. It, it, uh, it, it, it's a different atmosphere than the rest of the game. It operates on a whole different level than the rest of the game. Sure. Which I enjoy. However, it is very obviously a PT ripoff. Everyone says PT, and yes, there are a lot of signs with PT, even down to the crying fetus. Yes. But, like, again, though, this is a very refreshing thing. Oh, well, hold on. Say your thing first. I'm sorry. Were you no, no, no. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. yeah. Because when I got to this segment, I was like, oh, cool, a puzzle room, much yeah. like uh, um, Lucas's thing, the happy yeah. birthday room. Cool. But that wasn't his entire zone, and this is. Yeah. And it melds into this thing where it turns into a, like, Steam indie horror game in yeah, the sense uh, where like escape the room game, but e- even more than just solving a puzzle, you have to evade an enemy that can yeah. instant kill you by hiding in lockers right. and moving around him. And this is fun the first time you go alien through. isolation. But uh, even alien isolation gave you variables with the androids and and weapons you can sure. actually get in that game yeah. to to move the alien around. Sure. But this is very much bare bones, nothing the but clock you and tower. Thing. Clock tower is a point and click, but like I see what you mean, but. Resident Evil always gives you a way to combat, if not slow. Well, I was going to say, because yes, it becomes one of those games where you no longer have weapons. They actively take your weapons away from you. Right. Which I don't think they do. I think she just convinces you you don't have weapons. That's funny, and I have them on me the whole time. Um, But no, I'm just saying, because it's like, it's fun the first time through when you're right. learning about it. But again, on subsequent playthroughs, much like the beginning segment where you're going through the forest, I don't get that same joy. I went through it another time, and I was like... All the shock value is gone. I know all the answers because I beat it. And it's literally just holding forward until I beat it. You know what I mean? Okay. It's not like other areas like the castle where it's varied on the equipment I have or what I go into it with. You know what I mean? This is very much 
a designed escape steam thing, like indie horror thing, and that's the entire house. I don't know. For me at this point, because I am speedrunning the game, mm -hmm. the castle is just as mechanical to me as her places. I suppose, but I can imagine myself going to the roof bats with a different weapon, as opposed to this has to be played the same way every you, time. You don't have to interact with the roof bats at all. No, I, I get that. <laughs> but my point being is like weapons factor into that where it doesn't here. Okay, this is sure. a completely separated thing. Yeah, yeah I think so. How do you feel about it, by the way? Because we went ham on it. Yeah, I think the the whole point with the Donna thing is like the walk up to the village in the yeah. beginning of the game where, okay, I know everything I have to do. It's on rails. Yeah. Nothing's going to change. I got it. The one thing I will say is I have a very big problem with the second challenge in this fucking game for the bosses. Well, hang on. Because the first time... Excuse me. I'm sorry. I've been holding this in. It's fair. I've been let, saving let him... it for the fucking special. He's been building it up. Edging. I... There's a thing where you have to beat her. It's called Hide and Seek Master. You have to beat her hey, in under a minute 40. But we're not the there first yet. The first time I beat her was one minute 49 seconds. Uh -huh. The second time, George, was a minute 43. Jesus. Fuck you. I mean, I went online okay. on my second playthrough and found out she spawns within one or two areas for each time. So I, I get that, but it's fucking terrible. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But, but yeah, anyway, I skipped to the end. Go. So, so yeah. So the whole point is you go into this mansion that is empty mm. and you eventually walk into a room that, hey, conveniently, there's your fucking flask sitting right there on a chair. Don't worry, Ethan. It's not a Angie. Sitting on Angie. It's this not a wedding trap, dress Ethan. clad doll. Yeah. And sh guess what? You pick up the flask and you get out of there. Nothing happens. Yeah. They, they <laughs> no. cook you dinner. And Clearly, you the lights go out. You hear Angie say some creepy shit. And suddenly, the room has changed. Mm -hmm. Which is what leads me to believe that she actually just makes things disappear or vanish or changes the affectation. Because I think that that doll was clearly there the whole time. But and she just made it so you couldn't see it. But if you can make things not visible, you can make things visible. Because it's an illusion. They keep it so nebulous that it could be anything. Why couldn't it be that? Maybe. But my point is, it's just yes. So, I, I, I get I, that there's an explanation, but it right. feels weird. So you are, now, you are now sitting in a room with a doll that is clearly supposed to be a doll of Mia. Mm -hmm. And you are then led for the next segment to solve a series of puzzles based on your relationship with Mia. That, that's, it, I don't, okay, that's looking a little more into it. You remove her arm and get rid of her elbow. How does that represent my relationship with Mia? Uh, you take out a you take out a ring. You take out a a photo of a you take out a ring with your wedding date on it. You take out a the, photo. Okay. The ring, I, I I agree with you, but the, you literally the, just the, the 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 strip of film from her mouth, and the 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 winding key to your music box no, all come from that doll. I get it, but you're saying like the solving it is representative of her relationship. No, no, no. With I you? mean the whole area. Oh, okay. Because I'm no, like the whole area is ba is puzzles based on your relationship. Sure. I'm like, where does the three eye thing come in? Like, no, what? that's I don't, I really don't know that one. Yeah. Can, can I just say something about um, Angie yes. and and Donna? The voice of Angie is actually also the voice of Evelyn. Oh, how oh, that's I, cool! Yeah, and this is for for anybody who played Evil Within two. She voiced Myra uh, Castellanos, which is your long lost daughter. Cool. Um, since we're talking about the dolls, uh, I remember that you get to pick up two halves of a doll and sell it. Yes. But that's the same doll that I've seen fifty of in House Benavido. Right. Why couldn't I take those and sell those? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Actually, Just this no. Doll? The one you 
Oh, you mean the one put together? Yeah, yeah. yeah. the one, the the one the of the key treasures. treasures. Yeah. You go into a closet. There's like nine of them. Yeah. You can't go back into the house. That's the only thing I could tell you. Pick it up on the way out. Whatever. Uh-huh. We continue. Yeah. Well, you don't know they're valuable. <laughs> well, in any case, you solve these puzzles, and then you basically have to go to a. And you are box. chased by. A, giant, a walking aborted fetus. Giant fetus. aborted fetus. Probably one of my favorite um, baby monster designs I've seen in a while. Ugh. It's that it's that mouth. Ugh. Very, very Ugh. well designed. Um, Didn't have a problem with it, but it was cool. So I have a thing about like fetuses used. As, yeah, you like, mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did not like it. I mean, I loved it. I thought it was it, it was very effective for me because it's the only time in the game I was ever scared. Yeah, and it's clever. Which is great. The umbilical cord is what leads Ugh. you to it. That's yeah. pretty neat. Um, I would like to say I, I, I did like the uh, the insta kill it has. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. I've never died to it. A lot, a lot. It deep throats all of Ethan. Oh, like for the just... Vore fans out there. Ugh. For the Vor fans, exactly. yeah. Resident Evil has been like a stalwart companion for the Vor fans. I hope you know this. Yeah. So, yeah. so it ends in you making several loops in this area to finally get into an elevator. You go up the elevator, and that's where you're at the part that you were talking about. Hide and about. seek. Hide and seek, which is where you have to stab Angie with a pair of scissors three times. Right. Three. Right. right. It's right. three times. Yeah. And at that point is when you actually get the flask and make your way out. You do this to Rose too. Can I just say I really like. Angie's design. Angie's great. I think she looks and moves really cool. We should also mention Donna is not exactly very violent towards you. She's like, I can't let you leave. Yeah. I don't want you to. Th-. She didn't seem like she was adherently murderous, well, but Angie was. So Yeah. Well, the, the, the game sets up like uh, it sets up that she is mostly kind hearted. Mm-hmm. Like even to like the caretaker, like apparently that. But she's through, twisted. Yeah, that's what they but say. E- but with Angie, yeah, but she's clearly like part of her has good intentions, I guess. Right. Because like she's the caretaker says, I had a very lovely conversation with Angie, and she seems very excited that I told her I had a vision of my wife. Yeah. And tells me I can see her again. In the last entry, which means he stayed there. Right. So that it's it's he's she's nice. I know but it killed him. No, I get so, that. Yeah. I just I just think it's interesting that unlike the others, she clearly has some kind of well, good and, intention. And so instead of like one. Batman asking Harvey Dent, "Can we trust him?" It's Chris Redfield, <laughs> Donna Benavito, "Can we trust her?" <laughs> well, she's fucking two faced. Yeah. And I bet you anything, Moreau would have probably defected if you gave him enough sweets or love <laughs> or something. I don't know. Just a so, hug. Just, just moving, a hug. hug. Moving on from there, we that get out. Poor of- bastard. So I yeah, know. you leave Angie. We leave Angie right. and, and some Donna. other shit happens in the village. Yeah. Well, you you run around looking for hidden treasures right. as you do, making things blue. Um, by this yep. point, you get the grenade launcher, right? No, you, you get the grenade launcher before. That's what you said. All right, whatever, never fine. We go to Moreau. Um, no, and... you get the grenade launcher between Angie and Moreau. No, you get it between Castle D and and Angie. Okay. Because you get the insignia key at the. Uh... Okay, this is specifics. <laughs> At the um, yeah, but yeah, but oh no, you're right. Okay, you're you're right. But you need the four wing key to get to that area. I I said you're right. Hey everyone, Cody here from the Robots Don't Age podcast, and you're listening to Fan Freaks. All right, so we have to eventually head towards the waterfront. Ethan knows how to drive a boat. I guess it's not that hard to figure out. Um, it's literally like I know, a, it's I'm, a dinghy with a motor it's not on a, it. Okay. I, relax, guys. I'm not saying it's a plot point. I just thought it was funny that he gets to ride a boat. Jesus. Okay. Um, Several times at least he rides game, a boat better than Leon. There you go. See? Several well, times in the game, actually. He didn't have an infinite harpoon stack, though. 
No. That's what you need. So you're taking this boat. Um, you run into the basic like dock house, I guess. Yeah. And then you start going down, and then you see Moreau in front of his TV. Anything I missed in between this point? Yeah. You don't get a boat first. All right, forget the boat. Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, so you basically yeah, you walk s- up he's into not, He's not place. in front of the TV, though. He's vomiting, isn't he? No, he's watching he's vomiting TV. In- he's vomiting into his bowl of cornflakes in front of the TV. Oh, no, actually, it's, it's cheese. cheese. Cheese, sorry. Uh, no, I thought it was pie, but apparently it's cheese. He so, loves cheese. He okay. loves cheese. The point is, he's watching Static. Yeah. And vomiting into a bowl of cheese. Listen, well, Static uh, is a great show. He only vomits. Oh Jesus! He only vomits when he hears that joke. He only vomits when you grab the jar. Sure, so it's kind of weird. But so we're... you sneak up behind Moreau, uh huh, while he's watching television, right? And you grab the flask that has your daughter in it. Right. Oh, by the way, we do find that out because I don't think we specifically we that covered the, that. The Duke said no. We said baby in a jar. Yeah. Okay. Your daughter has been segmented, crystallized, and put inside of these ceremonial flasks. And, For what purpose, and, we don't know. Uh, but the Duke assures you, don't worry, she's fine. <laughs> Why? And who are you to tell me that? Right. How do I? Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, oh, move you later. Way, but tell, tell, tell us. Tell so, us what Ethan does. So, yeah. yeah you, what you does sneak Ethan up do behind Moreau. About. You sneak up behind Moreau. You, and somehow you manage to be behind him to a point where he's not looking at you. And the flask is in your grasp. Mm-hmm. So you grab the flask and you sneak out of there. No! No, you fucking don't! You have to shout a stupid-ass one-liner at Moreau, alerting him to your fucking presence! I mean, it... What was it? it I'll w- just be taking this. I'll just be taking this. Because he doesn't even, like... He he doesn't even notice anything. He just kind of looks on the left. Huh? I'm just going to be taking this. Wait, hold on! Yeah. You can't take that. And Ethan, instead of just continuing and yeah. running... Why not? Here's out the monster yeah. trying to distract him. Oh, why not? Why not? What do you mean? What is she looking for? Uh-huh. Like, are you fucking for real? And then he goes, he you clearly went much. to the Bond to the Bond villain school of dialogue. Like, oh, and I'm screaming at him, just run, Ethan. Just, just take it, run. Ethan. Just run. But the see what I mean? The game's writing is not very tight. No, I agree. This is a hunt. Like, there's several. Oh, moments. this is my biggest problem. I would agree with you here. Because r- that's part of the writing, Ethan. Yeah. Going is against a logic. Yeah. Is no a fucking dumbass. There's another scene that happens later that I yes. want to mention. But yes. So we we bring Moreau. He gets us trapped inside of his area, which for whatever reason he doesn't just block the exits and that's it. He only blocks some of the exits so that yeah, you can Yeah, I don't know leave. what his plan is. Maybe he's not smart enough to think, but he does plug the bottom in the other area. So, like, So what? I have a disagreement, I think, with the two of you here in Moreau's intelligence. Because I think both of you think he's just, like, stupid. No. I, okay. I do because he speaks very uneloquently. Sure, but and I, I took a screen cap of his, his uh, notepad, by right. the way, to show you that his, his, his scientific experiments are not very scientific. How, why? How, though? He says, I stuck a cadeau in their tummies. They stopped moving. They failed. That I, is not a scientific method. I think that's him actually doing something. Like, I do. I think that I think it's two parts of his brain working against themselves here. And that I think it's there is still the scientific part of him that is doing things that he just can't eloquent, like he can't like articulate. Because the way that he speaks and the 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 ad libs that he gives doesn't give this impression that he's a misunderstood smart guy. I'm looking for a treasure. This is not. That's not the voice of like. I I really hate to make this uh, uh, this connection, but it's all I can think of to make. It kind of reminds me of someone on the spectrum. 
And that we know for a fact that people on the spectrum have thoughts that they cannot articulate. And that's kind of the feeling I get from him. Even then, his experiments bore no fruit. Do you see my point? Like they every cre He created the lichens. He... Everyone was making lichens. No, he's the one that injected wolf blood into their spine. So did Miranda. No. From what I recall, she did one of the wolf experiments too. I don't remember... When? Like, because you're right, Moreau does use wolf DNA, and then he says, just got more lichens. Yeah. But he says, got more lichens, implying that people have no, already that's made them. after the, 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 the spine uh, line. I just didn't get the implication that this was a new thing for him. I think, it's from my understanding, he made the lichens. Regardless. Right. We get to this part of the game that has a very Resident Evil 4... It's a set piece. It's a set piece. As but, you like, said. but like, why would why would he make the lichens if he's fish? Why wouldn't they be fish related? Like everyone else has a thematic thing. Anyway, moving on from I that. I think sorry. he started the experiments before his mutation got like fishy. super fishy. Who was the first lord? Was it Dumitresca? I would argue, yeah. I mean, who also anyway. we said earlier, she's the oldest. Yeah. Uh, no, okay. Lady D is the vampire insert. Donna. Ghost, invisible person. In Ghost, insert. and then the creepy dolls are its own. I heard genre. what you were saying because I think it's also a nod towards Japanese horror too. Who? Um, Donna and Angie. Oh yeah. Because remember the well bit? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of reminiscent That's very of Ring. Ring or yeah. Right. Ring. And, and Japan uh, loves dolls. So Moreau. <laughs> also, it's worth noting too that Angie and Donna segment also served the purpose of repurposing that uh that never. The the Resident the Resident Evil Wait, 4 Silent trailer. Hills uh PT no Re me? Resident Evil Four the one the version of it oh that's Hookman oh Hookman Hook yeah with all the dolls because of the hallucination yeah yeah I think that was them repurposing that it they so took that and then we get to Moreau yeah. which uh obviously the name alone is Island of Dr. Dr Moreau, Moreau with with creepy experiments and stuff like that it is but Rude and I we were talking and I told them yeah the art director said oh it's uh, creature from Black Lagoon. Yeah, I got and you were too. like, "Oh, that's obvious." But for me, I got Jaws. Jaws, sure. Oh, the, but there I are think, parts of Jaws. Well, I yes. think that's that is its own thing. Is the creature in the deep is just its thing. It was but water. Jaws is horror. a it is also a creature from the Black Lagoon, though. Yeah, like it is a continuation of that genre. It's the creature right. in the deep. But we're 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 batting off our Universal monsters. Yep. Yeah. So you get this whole set piece done. It's very nice, very fun, whatever. Yeah. Uh, then you get fine. then you get it's into <laughs> uh, this shitty puzzle that I fucking hate, where you have to the 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 lights. There it is. What's wrong with the oh, wait, puzzle? No, the lights. The little lights, the orange lights. Oh, yeah. that one was easy as fuck. What's I thought you were talking about the, the the where you have to time the platforms yeah, where they live. Yeah, why did you hate that so much? Because it just kept bothering me. I was just like, oh, it's elaborate. so easy. I thought it, I I kept on doing it. And it kept dropping the blue one at the end. I was like, fucking a. All right, I gotta tap it on the way back out. You and don't, then I figured actually. it out. Oh, whatever. I wasn't fast enough, James. I'm sorry. I'm not good as so you, speedrunner supreme. You just have to hit. You know the 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 switch, the white one. Uh huh. Then you hit blue, you hit orange, and you run. Okay. Because by oh, the time those puzzles. Yeah, I hated that. I by love the time, those puzzles. But you just stop the the flow of everything dead for me. You I have to hit like blue first. Because and then orange. Because oh, one thing though that I that I that I didn't run into on my first playthrough, but on the second one, is you have to let the platforms fall first. Uh huh. Because if you just hit the blue switch, which refreshes the timer, by the time you get to the second blue one, it'll fall. Right, and that's what happens. Let the platforms fall, then hit white, blue, orange, and run. All right. Well, anyway, 
I thought he was talking about the labyrinth puzzles for a little bit. No, labyrinth? that the, the little the ball. The, I love those. Oh. Yeah, they were cute, except for uh, Heisenberg's, which which was the fuck very annoying. Fuck that yes. one. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck one. that trolley car. So, uh, so yeah, cute, you get to uh, the puzzle, whatever. Well, and you go, f- you drain the water. Yeah. Well, because this because Moreau blocks it. Yeah. And Moreau specifically tells you the exit's underwater. What are you gonna do, Ethan? But we should say something specific about that. He's not actively trying to kill you. He just wants to hold you there yeah. for a while, and then you break out, and he's forced also, to try and stop Moreau's you. Moreau's a little heartbreaking. Yeah, because he doesn't like, really want to do really this. He really just wants like a hug or something. He just like, wants affection. He just wants validation. Yeah. I'll try better, Mom. Yeah, I'll do I'm better. the best. I, I was going to say something. I that, hate like, that line a lot. Fighting against Moreau yeah. reminded me of me playing Killer in Dead by Daylight. Come on, please. They'll <laughs> laugh at me if I don't kill you. So, like, I just, I really identified with him uh-huh. there. I'm not going to lie. Um, I died once, and it was due to acid So then rain. you have the Moreau fight. Yes. Which is an out. It's a... Uh, it's a very fight. Resident Evil fight. Yeah. That is a, a Resident Evil end boss fight where it's yeah. like big hallways and you yeah. slog through them. But the acid rain thing, I really wish he said that line of can't get caught in that yeah. before the first time. Because it happens after the first time. Because here I am stupid. guarding from the rain as I've guarded from everything else in this fucking game and it just kills me. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. I guess that time it didn't work. Um, so after you kill him, Sashimi, uh, you go. <laughs> That's not a thing. You get a message from uh, dear old Heisenberg after you get another really part of the key. Really impressed with what you're doing there. Yeah, is Heisenberg somehow transmits to Moreau's television set. Uh, like, I've got a deal to make with you, Ethan Winters. That thing's not connected to anything. Right? <laughs> like, also, <laughs> it's unbreakable. You can't even if you shoot it, it doesn't break. The uh, same thing with the Kadoo jar. Ah, mm. uh, you'd think yeah. Oh yeah, but it sh- it shatters. It shatters. But that's it. So I know you don't like Duke. But I really love that as soon as you get out of the Moreau area where you get to see a Kadoo for the first time in a jar. He has. Uh, you, you, when you approach him, he's holding the Kadoo jar and then just puts it away behind himself. He does something after every boss. Yeah, I know. Because with Donna, he has a little doll. Yeah. But, but what, that just, that's basically like if the merchant was like, hold on, Leon, let me put this G-virus away. Yeah. What? Like. It, it's so stupid. I don't know what he's going to do with it. It's so stupid, but whatever. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So you've now beat Moreau. You now have another portion of the key. Right. But now you get to be able to explore the village. And this is kind of like the last time you get to explore the village almost. But the village is slightly changed. Oh, yeah. Heisenberg Because Heisenberg a... thinks you're a dumbass. Well, no. Let me be specific. Let me be no, correct. You that. Heisenberg knows, knows you're, you're a dumbass. dumbass. Yes. And he literally, because he's Magneto. Uh-huh. Builds these giant signs that say like the show must go on. This in way, record, Papa. This way, yeah. In record time, like literally. He's I know, but he still had to paint the fuckers. Like his magnets didn't work with the paint. Maybe it's a the, metal brush. He was just very fast. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, but we all ignored that and just looked for treasures. But so. there's an <laughs> optional boss here. Yes, actually, multiple. there's two. There's multiple optional boss. I went back and I fought the, the alpha werewolf yeah, that I missed my first time. boss here? The cannibal. Right before you go, the big giant. Oh, that's yeah. right. Because because it's it's not that Heisenberg says I'm gonna because he make he says I'm gonna make a deal with you, but I gotta test you. first. I forgot that he's optional. Yeah, and then there's a test before you actually get to Heisenberg. Right, the stronghold. So he's not leading you to him. He's leading you to the werewolf nest, right. so you can go in there, fuck shit up, and I guess not kill all the werewolves enough for him to be impressed, and you can leave. I think the goal is for you to kill the Yuria. Yeah, because the Yuria has uh, his flask. 
The, for some reason. The flask is on a desk right when you get through some doors. Huh? Like, yeah, it's because yeah, it's, it's in front TV. of another TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like I I remember fighting the... Yuri is the cannibal guy, the, the one with the no. axe? No. Yuri is the big... The big dude with oh, the, the cat face. Guy. Cat face. Uh, yeah, the guy at the end of the stronghold. Yeah, he, yeah, he was the the test. The Obsidian right right, yes. is the big giant with a hammer. Right. In the Otto's mill. You can fight the him cannibal. twice. You can fight yeah. him twice. Once or right, it's two different ones. Or it's two different ones. No, We're not it's sure. the same fight though, but just in a different area. It's the cannibal. The, but the fight plays very differently though. Well, because it's in a different arena. Yeah. It's still the same. So fucking annoying. But the Alpha Wolf is probably the coolest looking optional boss. Uh, the, the alpha, the alpha wolf is oh, yeah, probably the, alpha the coolest. Wolf is dope. Looks more like a bloodborne than even the other one. Yes, hundred percent. Pretty crazy. Um, With the spears, he's got and, shit spears and shit in him. But that is tough as fuck. The yeah. cannibal wasn't hard at all. I don't know what you mean, because like no, it's, it wasn't hard. It was just annoying. Oh, yeah. I just hated him jumping up onto the top platform. So it was oh, annoying. dude, what I do with that fight? I just shot the locks off the door, ran, and picked up the meat. I didn't even have to fight him. Oh, he doesn't even break out. Which I thought with all the fucking barrels everywhere, yeah. he doesn't break out. He doesn't? No, werewolves oh. show up. <laughs> Surprise. That's stupid. So you go you go through all this thing with the optional bosses, and this is kind of like, quote unquote, the last time you get to village. Right. You get to enjoy village. Right. You go through Stronghold, which is the most ammo draining, health draining part of the game. We mentioned a the second first wolf raid. Time. Yeah, we, I was about to say, this is the second wolf raid that lets you be more prepared no, for No, no, no. I was going to say, the first time you play it, it is absolutely the most ammo draining. Mm -hmm. Because once you play it again, you realize you don't have to fight any of those fucking wolves. You don't even have to fight the two armored wolves at the end. Really? Yeah. You huh. can literally just... the Grenade launcher is your friend, the boys. One, no. No, just you run. The, the only thing you need, one flashbang. One. When you get right to the end where the two armored wolves show up, flashbang that group of wolves and go right to the door to the Uria. That's it. Okay. Simple enough. I mean, I, I literally I got through that whole segment without firing a shot at a single wolf. Yeah, but where's the fun well, in that? Now it's more like RE4. Well, <laughs> once you, well, you might have, that's not, okay, I'm sorry. Let me, let me be specific. You do have to kill, you might have to kill a few wolves in the lead up to the iron gates opening. Right. Once you get past that, you just run to the end. Okay. But it, yeah, you go through all this, you fight the Uria, the big gauntlet. leader of the village. What? It's just a gauntlet, you yeah, know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a test it's a raid. gauntlet. It's another, it's yeah. another uh, wave. Right, and I well, again say, where's through. the fun in running away? Uh, what? Where's the fun in running away? Sure. Speed running. Uh, <laughs> you get the jar, and then instead of, you, you put the stuff in the jar, and then... I, I, no, you no, put no. The, the jars into Inside, the altar. In the chalice of giants. Which, by the way, did, did you guys put the jar in each time you got one? Yeah. So you guys were totally comfortable leaving pieces of your baby on an altar, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the first time I played, it's not my baby. The first time I played, I didn't. Uh huh. Uh, the second time, every playthrough after. So the first time I played, I kept the jars until uh -huh. the very end. Every playthrough after, I put it in incrementally. Why? Because while I'm speed running, I really hate sitting there and going. Oh yeah, one at a time. No, yeah, it's it a pain really ass. breaks the tempo versus just doing it one at a time feels like less of a break. But I'm confused because like you did all this, yes, because you said if you gather all the things, you'll be yes. able to reunite your daughter or whatever, bring her back together. So why not just take the four jars, get out and find Chris? No, but he tells you that there is some ceremony or some process involved in bringing her back. 
Why not but, just combine stuff no, like Resident Evil tells you every time in the Just do it in the menu. Just screw her head back on. Fucking why not? Slot A to slot B. It's that easy. But that's the thing that Even I Even a caveman understand. can do it. The ritual was to get, bring back uh, Eva, right? Well, that's what... Uh, I keep calling Cassandra. Uh, Miranda. Miranda. That's what Miranda thought it was, but clearly not. It clearly just reassembles... Uh, uh, Rosemary. Rosemary. But Duke knew that. Miranda didn't? Yeah. <sighs> so, <laughs> fuck this! I hate the Duke man. And no, so really? you transfer this giant shit. fucking thing, which mysteriously fits in one of your infinite pockets. Yeah, he lugged that fucking whole entire thing. Okay, you also lug a giant hammer, a crystallized hammer, a giant crystallized lady Dumitres. I'm gonna bring back a word I brought up: diegesis. Uh-huh. See treasures? I can believe I'm. It could be whatever big bullshit, story related bullshit. Come on, I'm supposed to believe Ethan's doing I that. I feel. I I feel like that's being weirdly no, nitpicky okay, about it's one It's nitpicky thing. only because it ultimately doesn't matter. Right. It's down the hall, and it's believable. He could at least push yeah. it. It's just funny to imagine I picked it up, put it in my pocket with my daughter inside. Also, it's made of fiberglass. Or or <laughs> fucking styrofoam. Who knows? So you put it in. All the lights yeah, show yeah, up, do. and then you get to go down well, to this huge bridge, which what? leads you well, to... Well, wait a minute. You also get, depending on how completionist you are, your second view of the uh, of the metacybe... What the fuck? Metamycete? The, the megamycete. Megamycete. Because you have a chance earlier in the game to take a boat to see the underground cavern where part of the Megamycete's roots are. Yeah, I found that. Uh, yeah, and then you get something. One of item. Chris's yeah, And the antique there. coin from Resident Evil 7. That's Which right. I found out, by the way, treasures do carry over to do the they? next game. Because that thing stayed. I huh. sold everything but then that. Then how did it? I don't know. I mean, unless for whatever reason the boss items don't. That's but weird. I know that the fucking Louisiana coin did. Oh, okay. In any case. But yeah, so, you can find it early. Uh, so, but you get your second view now of the Megamycete's roots mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because on your way to there, they start coming up and, out of the ground. And if you're cool. an, an avid or, or a quick looker, what, that's not the word I'm looking for. What, if you're, if you're eagle eyed, uh-huh. you'll notice that the roots look exactly like Evelyn's mold from yeah. RA7 and you'll start piecing it together by that point. So you go and you put your baby into her MacGuffin slot. That's right. right. And, With you, the and that's how babies are made. And that spawns a bridge somewhere why does putting like that giant kingly altar i thought that would be the ritual place right but it's really not no it is okay because when i put the thing on it just took me underneath to in front of heisenberg's factory why does it do that I don't know (laughs) plot so yeah it takes you down it, it it drops you and then you hear heisenberg say don't worry about fucking rosemary she'll be fine Come into my not trap. Don't worry, Ethan. It's not a trap or yeah. anything. Just come on in. So you Rosemary go, will be fine. You <laughs> uh, you go into Heisenberg's factory. You oh, I, I got this. I'm sorry, I got this because this part, this is the part that I want to bring up earlier. So you step into his house and you fucking see his workshop and you see his. You look at his plans of what he's doing. He obviously is not happy being part of the Duke. Yes, Four. he wants to destroy them from the inside. And offers you a deal. Right. So he appears behind you and actually has a conversation. He Let's gets, make a deal, Ethan. He gets a chair. No, no, no. He, hold on. Why? That's what happens here. First, 
some there's some sound coming from underneath the fucking floor. Oh, okay, yeah, right. He then opens a trap door in the floor, right, and says, "Shut up down there!" Yelling at whatever's leaves making the sound. it open, leaves the fucking trap door open, gets a chair, puts it in front, take a seat. Well, not on that one. Yeah, like were you Can serious? Can we at least close the trap door? Like no. Just take a seat and you fucking sit down. I don't even think that was initially Heisenberg's plan to knock you in no. there. He just thought about it impromptu as if that wasn't the most obvious setup for that. In any case, I think we can all agree that... Ethan's a dumbass. Ethan is a dumbass, yes, for not taking up the Duke on his offer somewhat. You mean uh, the Duke? I mean, I'm sorry, Heisenberg's oh. um, offer somewhat. Because in the beginning, Heisenberg says, I don't like these lords and right. the family. I want to stop them. Let us you let us together stop Mother Miranda and we'll reunite your daughter. At, and then that changes. No, no, no. That's that not what he says. What is he? No, is straight from I'm the beginning. I'm going to use your daughter. I'm going to use Rose's power to kill Miranda. What? Okay. I, yes. I will have to rewatch it. So that's it. why I kind of understand Ethan's reluctance. Because <laughs> I thought it turned into that when Ethan eventually no. refused him. No. And then he was like, fuck it. I guess I will use your daughter then. No, he straight up starts telling you how powerful she is and how she's the secret to defeating Miranda. I mean, if he could reunite your daughter, then why not just like let him do it and then stop him? I agree. There's definitely better ways to handle this than to say fuck you to the guy who just wrapped you in metal earlier yeah, in the game. Fuck you. Now, excuse me while I sit in this chair and yeah. see your trap door. Like, get the fuck out. So, you get kicked down into the fucking... And you meet Strum. You meet what is the final boss of this segment. Oh, no, the mini boss of this segment, Strum. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, Propeller Man. Yeah, Propeller Man. Yeah, Propeller Man. Which I thought was actually kind of cool. Which originally cool was going to be... Going to be Heisenberg's father. Um, that is an interesting tidbit, but I, I want to also reference you guys are bringing up the classic Universal monsters. This is a very unique way of doing Frankenstein. Frankenstein, yeah. I actually really thought this was clever, doing like a more steam... Not steampunkish, but industrial Frankenstein? Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's industrial because it's all like mechanical whirling it, bits. It it's is drills. but uh, no, there, there's a name for it. I can't remember what it's called right now. But... Um, but as far as my descriptor, it's it's very yeah, much... but there there is a name for this. It's this brutalism, uh, brutalist industrialist design that there's a name for, and I can't remember right. What it's but called. instead of it just being like how because t- Tyrant himself of the original Resident Evils is an homage to Frankenstein. Right, he right. was pieced together from different parts to create this ultimate bio weapon. So this is an interesting thing where they basically said like we're gonna add mechanical bits to these people. And that's the monster. Like yeah, that's... so you find out that he's basically making super soldiers. Uh-huh. Well, he's ter- t- taking dead bodies, turning them into Frankenstein monsters. Well, at first it was dead. If you read his notes, he says they were first at dead, but they wouldn't stay on for too long. So he needs a better power supply. So they're alive, just scooped out. No, no, no. I think that's I think he, that, that's the upgrades to the heart. I don't he think said, I, I have to switch to live subjects because dead wasn't working. I, I remember, remember this but okay. right there. Regardless, he's li- like you literally. Also, first Heisenberg off, is 100% German. Yes. Well, we know that. Well, a, his name, Heisenberg, right? Well, also, all of his sub- all of his subjects are called Soldat, uh, Soldat Zwei, Soldat Zwei, Soldat Jet, Soldat Panzer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which are all... Well, because he's very inspired by, like, World War II machinery yeah. and shit, because oh, there's sure. tanks everywhere in his fucking well, place. not just that, you also see what is likely the largest location in the game. I I wanted to like this area so much. I loved it. It just a lot of it looks the same, and the verticality of it gets me confused. What level I'm on? 
that's another problem I have because I, I make so many mistakes when I'm speed running through that fucking stage. Hmm. And I, plus, don't get me wrong, having the Duke be on the elevator is very clever. It being the thing that moves up and down yeah. so the Duke's always on your level, extremely clever. But getting from point A to point B, I, I got confused. Was this on the second floor or was this the third? Because it all kind of looks similar to me. But again, I kind of like Castle better because it did these things more uniquely. But my point was, it's the largest location in the it game. Is. Most of which you don't get to visit. Right. But there is a point in the game where you can see the expanse of this factory. And there is literally just an assembly line of soldats on hooks in the distance. He has that many. Why didn't he use them on you? What? He has a lot, but he only really sends like a handful towards you. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my god, I just realized something. What? what? Castle Dumitrescu only has one bathroom. <laughs> well, I mean, the bugs don't have to go. Like, you know what I mean? The sis the, the but sisters don't have to go. What about all the maids and the and the butlers? They're dead. But okay, the castle dead. was designed before they died. That's a good point. Maybe the, the We're back to Resident Evil 2 fucking <laughs> Police station, one bathroom, Resident Evil 1, one bathroom. I'm sorry, did you see a bathroom in Heisenberg's factory? The whole place? No. Heisenberg does uh, not go to the bathroom. The whole place. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> Just go in the chasm. It's fine. Yeah. I see that. So, uh, yeah, so you go through what is... I, I could agree that it's a little confusing in terms of the way the place is laid out, mm. uh, but I still enjoy the brutal industrialism of the place. And you got the... And I like the the character, the 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 way they're... Des I like the way they look. Heisenberg was probably... Her, obviously, they're the two biggest lords, Dumitrescu yeah. and Heisenberg, but Heisenberg had a great personality. It was really fun to see on, on set Very when charismatic. he was there. Um, fucking... Oh, well, I, I said earlier that Dumitrescu was the second best bonded to the mold. Right. Heisenberg is the best. He was the closest to a perfect bond. And just having Magneto powers is really fucking up there for Mother Miranda to not be into? Yeah. It's kind of weird. But I think the idea is and where Ethan came about, where Ethan was preferable, mm -hmm. or why Ethan was seen as a better success, is because his powers were literally, I don't fucking die. It takes <sighs> a lot. It takes you literally ripping my heart out. Yeah. But anyway. Even then, you're, you come we'll back. Get, yeah, but we'll I think, get there. I think that's... Okay, we'll, we'll get we'll there. We'll get there. That's similar to Dumitrescu. I'll explain why in a second. Um, so, yeah, you take the whole... You do the whole thing, You and then you fight Strum. Which, I like the fight. I think I, it's, it's challenging. I did not like Strum why? on Hardcore, only because I was not very clear as to if I was doing it right. Because he would alternate between being not on fire and on fire and when i thought he was on fire that meant he was dying but really it was just he was going to a different mode Correct. and i'm like am i doing damage because he's going back to his initial form and i was doing damage but i wasn't doing enough oh, okay because he would just alternate so i was never really sure whether or not i was actually doing damage to this boss fight but right after that did you get the the voice clip the voice homage from heisenberg Oh, the little voice memo? His little Victor Frankenstein thing? No. There's, oh, there's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He literally room. goes, yes. it's alive. Yeah. It's alive, my creation. Correct. Like, it's yeah. right there. Uh, So, yeah, you fight the... Which is a really weird fucking thing for them to do. So, you fight the Strum. You fight Strum, mm -hmm. which you think is... They do, like, this weird triple switch on you. Because you fight Strum. You think that's the end of the level. Or, or this segment, you're about to either exit or fight the main boss or something. Uh huh. You're then confronted by Heisenberg, who then throws you back, back to the bottom to the of the level. Bottom. Back so again? You think, fuck, there's a whole other part of this, only for you to go with like one room over and see Chris and find out that no, this is the end. 
What? We forgot Chris in Moreau's area. Oh, yeah. If I what if I could just say something really quick on that, that would have been the point to tell Ethan everything. Yes. He's already killed two of 100%. them. He's military trained. You're with your crew. This would have been the yes. time. But you're out of your depth. He needed to make that fucking pun. Yeah, of pun. course. The whole thing that the reason he's there is to make that pun. Just yeah, yeah. You're, you're out, out of, of your, your depth, depth in the water. In place. the water area. Fuck you. So, anyway, yeah, continue. Brilliant writing. You run into Chris in the basement of Heisenberg. By the way, he says this whole entire thing is, like, not made out of metal, so Heisenberg can't control it's it. It's a polymer. So a metal polymer. the chainsaw is made out of the polymer? The bullets? The rocket launcher on there? Okay. Okay, I see we're on X-Men 3 territory yeah, here. Exactly. All right, that's fine. Look, man. And then, I, okay. It was just an excuse to give us a mech fight, and which then I'm happy with. Right at that point leads to... A Metal to, Gear fight, if you will. It's true. One of those points there leads oh. into one of the most disappointing areas. Wait, can we talk about uh, the, the Metal Gearness of it all? Because they Venom snaked the fuck out of Chris Redfield. Uh-huh. Like, really, really. Oh, yeah. No, he was a grizzled Punish guy. Grizzled, his voice, even the shape of his face, very Smoking venom Smoking a snake. cigarette and everything? Yeah, I was expecting him to get an eye patch. Well, that's the first time he smoked a cigarette since Resident Evil 1. Yeah. But he kept a lighter. Chris Pliskin. But he's always kept his lighter, which is kind of weird. But yeah. Um, so. Uh, you were talking about Heisenberg. Uh, right get on Chris. The... Chris. So this led into one of my more disappointing things, because this is what Capcom does all the time. They set up like something's going to be interesting, only to give you the most unsatisfactory answer. Okay. Yes, it's explained, but it's not a good answer for me. So Chris, in the beginning, we're led to believe she, he shot Mia. He's oh, going right. to be a villain. No, we can't have Chris be evil. He was a good guy the whole time. I was never expecting him to be the villain. I, I was never expecting him to be the villain. Would you I have wanted him to be the villain? I would From... have wanted because it would have been fucking different, man. They keep on tempting Chris's fate will end, like in six, and they don't do it. Yeah. They always go back on it. So don't posit the question of Chris will be evil only to walk it back, which is what they did, which more people would be happy about Chris not dying, don't get me wrong, but it was the one interesting yeah. thing about the story. Now is just gone. So at this point uh, is when Chris explains to you the whole thing that we didn't shoot Mia. We shot Miranda or Miranda, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. who was pretending to be Mia. Okay. And, okay. And like, it's just such a bad answer. But like, why didn't you fucking, even his own teammates call him out yeah. on not telling you, which I think is really funny. Um, and I, if you want to say, oh, he doesn't want to involve but people, but haven't you at learned At this point, I guess Chris has a change of heart and he's like, fine, Ethan, you're on the team. Stay under the radar. Get in this battle tank. Yeah, yeah. Make his, <laughs> stay quiet in this giant fuck-off no, tank. He literally says, try to stay under the radar as he puts you on a fucking rocket launcher-equipped battle tank. I, I, okay. Get on Metal Gear Rex. Go up there and fight Metal Gear Raid right. liquids on it. I joked about it on the stream, but when he hands you the phone to give you images, yeah. like you have to scroll through them. I just imagine one of them is like Chris's dick pic. I know. And he's like, oh, oh geez, shit. Oh, no, you no, went too far. Ethan, oh. Jesus, you weren't supposed to go that far. Come on. So um, now you fight, uh, you get into the you, who's a what's it. And you fight Heisenberg. And you fight giant metal Heisenberg. Which gives us probably arguably the greatest line in Resident Evil 8. Oh, yes. we got to talk about this line. I don't know about greatest. It's, oh, I love it. I, I love it. It. It, I, it goes with the rest of the diegesis problems with this <laughs> fucking game for me. Howard. George, I'm saying, George, I'm saying probably the greatest line in this game, not in all games. No, no but he's I, saying even that in he this hates game, it's because stupid. Of the, 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 the okay, well, let's thing. just get to it. You're yeah. in the fight. Well, hold on. You, so you have okay. the fight first because uh -huh. it doesn't happen right at the beginning. No. You fight Heisenberg, who was turned into this giant mass of mechanical and biological tissue. Yeah. Before. Uh, and then at some point in the fight, 
Chris blows up the factory. Right. Do you remember that 90s movie with Jamie Lee Curtis where she gets on a Russian, uh, like, tanker? It's called Virus. No. Where it's this literal fucking alien virus that starts putting together a bunch of its, its organic and inorganic material. No. And oh. she has to kill it. Okay. It, it's I check it's a really it decent movie. Like I Heisenberg. check it out. Right. But that that's Heisenberg. Oh, okay. So, at some point in the fight, Chris blows up the factory, uh-huh. which prompts Heisenberg to look back and go, oh, that boulder-punching asshole. To which I proclaimed, how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> I did that shit in a, Africa in a fucking volcano. Hey, first off, how did he know that was Chris that did that? I guess he knew he was around at but, the very least. Yes. How did he know about Chris punching a boulder? He he Heisenberg has to know about Resident Evil memes yeah. in order to make that line. Does none of this bother you? Everyone's just no. like, oh, whatever. It's a cute little nod. Like, I, if it was just Chris punching something like he did, that's a cute little nod. Now the character is actively saying something in the script that he should have no fucking knowledge sure. of. Sure. Same thing with Duke. Same thing with fucking. It's a fucking. Ugh. It's a fucking reference, man. It's not that serious. Sure, but it just it, this game keeps doing that, where it keeps making references and breaking my immersion each time. Sure, I it didn't. What break are you my buying? Immersion. I just thought it was funny. Clearly, all of the vi- like the entirety of like evil in the world of Resident Evil has like a forum that they post on. Yeah, I guess <laughs> they have a villains their own, bar. They have their own. They have their own subreddit. No, oh, I was thought you were gonna go see fucking superheroes. The, uh, yeah, the how the how it should have ended bar. No, what's the opposite of the Hall of Justice? The Legion of Doom. The Legion, the of, Legion Doom? of Doom. They oh, have their own there's Legion a Resident of Doom. Evil Legion of yeah, Doom. Yeah, and sure. it's led by Wesker. Yeah, and thank you all for joining me in this meeting. We're all punching asshole. We're all here to kill. Chris Redfield. <laughs> Chris, Chris. Everyone just goes off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leon? No, but Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, a little bit. So no, Leon, Ada goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Ada's at the meeting? She, yeah, she flip-flops between. Constantly. Why not? Constantly. And she should case, wear flip-flops. I, I Those heels be hurt. I have a theory. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll, look, I'll talk about it. Oh, Ada was originally you're, in this you're game. You're going to hate it. Yeah, yeah, Ada was originally we in this game. We did mention that, yeah. Um, so, you're going to hate my theory, by oh, the way. Oh, God. Um, so you this for me, by the way, is the biggest challenge in Village of Shadows. Right. Because for the whole beginning part of this fight, when you're in the tank, you cannot heal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in Village of Shadows, blocking his attacks negates no damage. No damage. No damage. Interesting. Two hits and you're red screen bloody. Huh. That's it. No matter. Blocking, or I've tested it. Mm. I've not blocked, and I've blocked, and two hits, red screen bloody. That's interesting, because you were saying it's, it's really tough, and when I went through it on hardcore, I literally ran up to him and held L1 with right. a chainsaw, and then it was pretty much most of it. No. Like- oh, <laughs> and I don't know about hardcore, uh-huh. but his uh, but his weak points replenish like 15 times. Oh, fuck that. That's a lot of health. No, yes, it does. dude. I don't it's, know. A, it's so frustrating. Because once I got off the fucking tank and I could A, heal, and B, use the stake, uh-huh. the rest of the fight was nothing. Well, again, I brought it up earlier. It's another instance of the RE5 um, El Gigante in that game. Yeah. Where they stick you in the Jeep and you can't do anything yeah. about it. So, yeah, it, they just kind of did it once more. It took me some tries, but I finally did it. And finally, we kill him. That's we right. Kill we shoot him right in his hole. Then, I guess the climax begins. Yes. 
Now we don't switch yet. No, right now we are. We well, are, we just now beat we him. have the Miranda scene. Right. And right where you fucking kill Heisenberg. Chris is telling you to run and not be out in the open. Right. And Ethan goes, sure, but let me look around for a yeah. bit. And Miranda, she has my daughter. Miranda appears to you. Right. Uh, and it is at this point that... She reveals she's the hag. Also, yeah, she reveals, I, I, I just... I, no, I thought that was... No, she oh, goes yeah, in between the things. Behind and the I things. went fucking called yeah. it. Yeah, I yeah. really want to say one thing. Yes. I love her design. She looks great. Yeah. I love her design. I'm mad they did not much with her. She kind of just pops up in three yeah, scenes. It's yeah. a it's a terrible bait and switch by Capcom. The only the only villain other character that has inter interacting like agency is Heisenberg. Yeah. He's the only one that has an idea of what he wants and to do something. And the Duke. Fuck no no. The Duke is lives in MacGuffin land <laughs> to go pick MacGuffins off MacGuffin trees. He does whatever the fuck he wants with no George explanation. George is writing a Dr. Seuss book. Seriously. So Miranda essentially kills you. Yes. So, yes, she. I don't remember if she lifts you up first or not, but she basically, literally, rips your fucking heart. Which out. she could have done at any time, but she didn't want to. Ethan that left her little her any smarter. She thought that she could turn you to her side. She eventually realizes she clearly can't. A little too late. I mean, four lords down. She finally decides. But oh, there's shit. a line in she the final the fight lords where she anyway. says, "Thank you for killing my failures." Yeah, she wanted the lords dead anyway. I all right, okay. That's why she kept you around was so you could kill the lords. She she it says it in the game. You killing the lords is a twofold thing for her. A, she gets to test you. B, she gets rid of her fail, what she considers failed experiments. It just seems like after the fact explanations. Ah, I meant for you to kill all of Maybe. my guys. That was the plan. Like, I don't but, know. But, and it now switches over to Chris's perspective. I was so down for Chris just to be the protagonist for the rest of the game. I was so here for it. Yeah, me too. Nope. You mean the rip and tear part of the game? The fucking doom part yeah. of the game? So th this the is, therapeutic segment? Yeah, this is where you start the doom level. Right. Uh, yeah. Because Chris's assault rifle is the shit. You might as well just fucking put in, like, mod in the doom soundtrack. <laughs> I almost guarantee you this is what they wanted to do for RE7. That's why there's the Not a Hero DLC was they weren't able to fit it in, but it feels like what if the Not a Hero was part of the game? Oh, maybe. And like they just did that for eight. They finally factored so, Chris in. You also get your first like real interactions with Chris's new team. Interactions. Are you here is putting it lightly. To each other at least. Yeah, but I don't know. At least you get a small idea of their personality. You get Call of Duty ad libs. Yeah, like, it's fine. I liked it. You get to hear spooky. their names. I wanted yeah. to know who they were, or at least something. But so, nothing. uh, Venom Snake oh. has a new Foxhound team. Yes, and they call it Alpha Squad, <laughs> Alpha, Alpha Team. Squad. And I, I guess the dude and I, or maybe you too, we were like, "Oh shit, is this consisted of members of Alpha Team from Stars?" No, they don't call it Alpha Team. He's Alpha. It's still Alpha Team. I don't think so. It, I, I don't think so he, either. He calls on the thing. He says Alpha Team, line up. He calls them Alpha Team. No, he call, there's another name. I know there's Alpha Wolf Pack whatever. That's what it is. It's... Fuck, I don't remember. But he doesn't say the full title each time. But regardless of that... Wolfhound something? I was, I was thinking that these other members could be some other characters since Chris knows people. Nope. Couldn't get Sheva back. Couldn't get Carlos back. No one. I would have lost that my fucking, fucking sick, mind. Man. Carlos I mean, how do we know, though? Because we know it's not them. How do we know? Concept art. They show what they look like without their helmets. 
They're six completely random people with different Concept names. Concept art is not canon. Okay. Okay, fine. Which which Resident Evil character was the Australian? You tell me that. Well, guess what, George? What? It's it's called, uh, we'll revisit this and we'll use it for Resident Evil 9. No, it's called they'll die off screen. Anyway, what happens next? Uh. <laughs> what happens next? You fucking kill a shitload of lichens. Armored lichens. Your AK-47, also called the Dragoon, yeah. yes. is uh, pretty fucking strong. Each round oh, yeah. is 300 damage. Yeah. Which is, is nothing to sneeze at. It's a 30-round clip. Fuck the pistol. But the knife's pretty cool because he does really cool yeah. things with it. He also has a kick-ass punch. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. No, that fucking launches it. No, I like that. Dude, you literally, like, punch a lichen 15 feet back. Like, it's crazy. I'm glad he keeps his haymaker. So, uh, yeah. You, you, that's you, his haymaker. That's, that's all that's for is just to bring the haymaker in. But yeah. So, you funny. go down and you deal with the, the mega seat and he throws a bomb into it. You go around. I like... Wait, whoa. If I may, because right before when you're supposed to mark the target yes. and they're like, I'm ready to shoot. Just mark the target. If you're ready to shoot, shoot some of these fuckers who are attacking me. Maybe none of I have six teammates and none of them are covering me. You don't know what they're doing. They might be fighting. Also, all, Chris, they're, consistently they're, they're talking to you saying it's all clear here. How about you? They say that some Chris, of them do. Then those Chris, some need to be here. Chris what consistently tells you to not be involved. That's true too. Well, because Chris is an Stand idiot, back, I the got same this. as Ethan. Look, this doesn't no, negate Chris the is not idiotic an idiot. decision. Chris is a superhero. There's a difference. Yeah, he's an anime superhero. Uh, You're absolutely right. So, yeah, you fight. He also off... knows he's got plot armor. <laughs> you fight I off guess. some megamycete roots. That's why he's right. And then you go underground where you see the megamycete. Throw a bomb. Which I like how like he didn't like he had a bomb that was uh, big enough to level the whole building but did not anticipate how to attach it to the big bad thing. So, so he just like duct tapes knife. his knife to it and chucks it. If there were ever bloopers, I would love to see like a blooper reel Where of it hitting. Misses? And no, it hits it, but then the bomb just slides off. <laughs> and it's like, good job, Chris. <laughs> like, what the fuck did and you And then you enter the exposition room. Oh, Seven had one of these. I'm very happy they gave us one and eight. Yes. But it's so much more like exposition-y in this one. I don't know. Seven was up there. There's like nine documents in that room. I guess. It's the same level. Each of the lords gets a book. This is the writing style of so this So many team. pictures. Now, hang on. So many pictures. Which, by the way, multiple copies of the same pictures. Like, what is the point? But anyway. Because it was in Seven. Some of the pictures were even in Seven. Yeah. yeah. No, but she has, like, the diagram of, like, the flying enemies. She has that, like, three times oh. in her place. No, that's, that's asset reuse, yeah. <laughs> and then we get the big reveal of how the origins of Umbrella are tied to this ancient village. The deep, dark secrets. The secret power of Umbrella. I think it's a two-page, three-page document. Oh, it's a picture and, and a two-page yeah. document. Would anyone like to? I'm, I feel like, how do we break this seal? Shall I? I don't know. Shall Fucking I? Fucking Oswald E. Spencer. All right. Oswald E. Spencer in, in, apparently visited this town at some point for some reason and just so happened to look at a wall with an octagon on it. Hold on. It's not just that. He was entertained. Like, he was friends with Miranda. With benefits. Well, um, oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. 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 I, I actually thought if it was Wesker that maybe this would explain where Jake's mom comes in. Because, like, huh? Wesker had to bang someone We don't to talk Jake. about six. No, but this is clearly before this, Yeah, this is Umbrella. way, way before. So, 
literally the whole inception of Umbrella is, I like your idea about using mold to control people, but it's not fast enough. Well, I'm going to use a virus instead. No, wait. One that's called the progenitor virus. I will name the it. progenitor virus. He was already doing experiments. He says, your experiments differ from mine, that you wanted to no, bring one person back. No, it said your goal differs from mine. Because I is okay. Hold on, he I gotta read this thing it again. It specifically says your our goals differ. You only want to control one, or you want to control some or one no, person. You or only want to bring back. one person back. I want to change everybody. I want to change. I want to. I want to. Yeah, change everybody. Change exactly. everybody. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it yeah. is ultimately that. That's the thing, though. He was still going to make Umbrella. There is no secret being told no. here. It's literally what is learned here is the origin of the Umbrella, the umbrella logo. symbol. Logo. And yeah. that's it. That's Again, the deep, dark we connection. We should make Which, some argument that, like, maybe some part of the... But no, he would have no, gotten there he anyway. Would've, he literally said, I'm not using your your experiments and well, doing no, my own. I, yeah, but I think it's that he had a goal in mind and wasn't sure how to execute it and then saw her with the mold and said, hey, I can do that with viruses? It's stupid. But it's, but see, but it's ultimately stupid. what's given to us is they keep teasing Umbrella logo, yeah. Umbrella logo. For payoff, he looked at a wall and that yeah. was the inspiration. Exactly. Fuck off. Oh, but nobody the, tells us where that logo came from. Yeah, is, like we still don't know the origin of that logo. Right. It's historical context. Who those fucking four giant but, statues were. Here, but here you go. This continues to our diegesis thing where you enjoy it and I don't where okay. they have far off explanations. I don't need an explanation to where the logo came from. It was a logo for a company. So I don't like, need an explanation for where the umbrella logo came from. But now I need an explanation for why it's carved into ancient stone. Well, I have an answer for you. It's a pattern. It's just an octagon. I get it, dude. Actually, it's supposed to. It's uh. It's not just an octagon. It's supposed to be a representation of Miranda's uh of Miranda with the with the wings. But this was that was on the wall long before Miranda. That's what the art director said, man. You know, fuck this, man. It doesn't. It, Wait, payoff. The, the crown here. queen. No, hold on. The, the exposition. Talking about this episode is making me take it from a B to like C plus. The here. exposition I'm doesn't here. stop there. It doesn't. Because you open a cell door, and who do you find? It's everyone's favorite horrible mother, Mia. <laughs> horrible wow, wife, I guess. we should have put her in the fucking Mother's Day episode. I guess we don't really know. She, or at no, least Miranda. You're, no, post <laughs> now we can put Mia in the Mother's Day episode, because yeah. she didn't have Rosemary by that yeah, point until we had played the game. But she's a bad wife. No, she uh, would be on my list now, because Mia's a terrible character. I cannot stand her. I don't agree, her. but anyway. She constantly lies. She never tells you a single goddamn thing that would have solved yeah, the plot from the beginning. Yeah, but that make her a bad character. It makes her an infuriating character because all the plot would have been resolved if she would have just talked to Ethan. And she literally same... works for a secret criminal underground. In in seven. Okay, but she's clearly that type of person. Sure, but this is past that. Okay. All the truths Hang have on. been out. What the so fuck? let's Do you get like there. Ada by comparison? I I like Ada because she actively helps Leon. Mia is a fucking like uh uh not casualty um liability more often than fucking sure. not. So, so you meet you you find Mia, you confirm that she is in the fact the real, real Mia. Mia. Yes. Who for some reason was kept alive. Which I don't get why. We well we can't be sure that Miranda can't clone herself, only, so I'm just gonna shoot you anyway. The I have two <laughs> possible explanations. And that's that the Mia switch actually happened a lot sooner than we realize. And from the moment that happened, Donna had started planning her uh, her house for Ethan. 
Mm. Oh, and that was the... And that's how she kept getting memories or whatever. I'm going to go on my next run to see if I see the flowers. Because that would be the signifier, right? Donna's flowers? maybe. Because then that would be where... See if they're there. Or uh, Miranda needed her around to keep her fucking... Like, to get info about how to be Mia, basically. But even with a perfectly legitimate explanation... It's kind of silly. Well, let's like, talk about things that have a perfectly legitimate explanation and are still kind of silly. Because at this point, mm. Mia reveals that Ethan's very special. Ah! Yes. So, you now get the explanation for why Ethan was able to take so much damage. But it's not Mia that tells you. No. It's Evelyn. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. the mold. But, but she's telling Chris. Right. What the, she's clearly telling Chris while you're having your own post-death fever dream. What's extra confusing, though, is that in 7, you get a lot of torture done to you. Yeah. And it never explains it. So you just kind of go, all right, Ethan was just able to stand that. It's non-diegetic. But now it's But see, it's it always bothered me. So I kind of wanted an explanation. What I really wanted was them to not do it at all. Right. But- since they did it, I wanted an explanation, and this explanation seems like it makes the most sense, but it was still a letdown. Yeah. Because regardless of the explanation, all the damage Ethan takes was still immersion-breaking for me, and I had a problem with that. Are you- but okay, we, not fi- we now find out that you die basically in the beginning of Resident Evil 7. Right. But by that point, you were already infected with mold. Uh-huh. So after that point, the mold... Keeps you from dying? But but why Ethan? Again, you keep asking that question. There is no why. But apparently the virus connects to certain people. Yeah. I get that. But Ethan's mutation is so fucking specific that his body is able to replicate a regular human. So that's just for it. That I long. actually think that Ethan is like Lady D. I think their uh, their uh, connection with the mold is similar. The difference is Ethan doesn't have that genetic component. But you understand that there is no explanation. It's just he's special. That's yeah. it. That in in all of your talk of wanting explanations for things, why my mold person? But is, why was why Lady D special? Why was we Heisenberg got explanations special? for that? We did. We did. She had a prior fucking health condition that the Kadu interacted with, and then that made that. We have explanations for Lady. Okay, why D. was Heisenberg special? Be, okay, again though, they why are was not, Moreau special? They are not the main characters. Is my whole point here? Right. These are those are supernatural villains that were all built up. I am supposed to be. My guy surviving right. in my survival horror. You turn around and say... Oh, no, I agree with you here. Right, that it didn't matter and yes. I could have lived the entire time. Exactly. It's really fucking stupid of an answer. I agree. Like, it's completely explained, so, but it's stupid of an explanation. It is revealed that Ethan's whole body, basically... Including clothes. Okay, we don't know that that's true. It has to, because it reassembles, plus it's like... I know. The hand the, got the, cut through the So I, post, I posted a screenshot to you, uh-huh. and you can actually see when his arm is cut off that the jacket is weirdly thick in some areas, which seems to imply that, yes, the clothes are mold, but then so, how does the jacket survive does afterwards? He, does he make jackets whenever he no, takes it off? And when I, he's I in think his that's house? just like, us being stupid. I think it's his, his clothes aren't mold. I well, think that's ultimately, I still think, why Ethan? And there's no answer. It's just because he's special. And then you know what this leads back into? Alice from the fucking movies, where you go ahead and take the main bad MacGuffin and make it the source of the main character's power so they sure. can use the evil for good. Right. No, Fuck absolutely. You. I agree. The, this whole twist was stupid. 
I'd like to say for the record that I really did like this game. <laughs> no, I know. It's just the last 25 minutes that you're like, what are you doing? So, Ethan's all mold. And you are now, and this is what I think I've come to understand is how the mold works, particularly in Ethan and Lady D's case. So I think in Lady D's case, the reason I think they're similar, I think what made them special is that the mold gave them perfect healing. So yeah. in, in Lady D's case, you needed the knife to prevent her from healing. Does this Ethan so at that point, she then works like the other mold monsters and that she has a damage thres threshold that you have to overcome to defeat her, like her daughters. But he's invincible until when the plot says now he has a damage well, I threshold. I think the idea is is the heart removal is what took him to the point where he couldn't heal that anymore. Why not? It's not a real organ for him. He's all mold. I but I think there's I think that I think I think the idea is Why does is he even have organs? I think the idea is that he still had to operate like a human body. I don't know, it, man. It, it's a stupid answer. I agree. <laughs> but the point is your heart is removed and you are now on a damage uh a damage threshold timer basically. Right. So we get up but we're in the carriage of the Duke. Duke's carriage. Well, after oh, the finally you woke Evelyn up. Thing. After what? the Evelyn flashback. Oh, right. Yeah, there's the yeah, we, we glossed she over She tells that. you everything. You have that we like just a weird now. vision, like a mind vision. And I understood right. why it was Evelyn because she would be attached to you. She's still within you. But you ever like read the? Um, you ever heard of this really bad Doom fanfic where it's like? Uh, John Doom guy, you must go in and defeat the demons. Colonel, I've defeated the demons. No, John, you are the demons. Okay. That is essentially what this game is doing. I mean, yeah. So I'm surprised none of you ever heard of this. It's like a very famous copy pasta, but whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> so you wake up, the Duke tells you, you know, hey, good to see you. You know, glad to see you're awake. And Ethan kind of says, oh, I have to go save Rose. And he's like, oh, I'm already headed there. Yep. Ethan, I've recovered your body and Miranda didn't stop me. And I just happened to carry it and we're in this. Right. And you were, confirmed, well, Miranda, Miranda, Miranda. you were confirmed dead. Uh, yeah. Well, she thought you were dead. Yeah, She thought you were dead. So she left you. But there. she knows how resilient we are and our relation to the virus or to the mold. Right. Why would she leave anything up to chance like that? Why would she, she underestimate At that point, she was desperate and she, she this wanted to. This villain has not been very good. <laughs> Neither has that? any like, Resi villain really. Sadler, you okay? Uh, you have you have a point. <laughs> you have a very good point there, but that doesn't change anything. You know what the main difference between the Resident Evil universe and ours is? What? It's not the presence of zombie viruses. It's the absence of common sense. <laughs> Jesus, I thought you were gonna say doors closed. So on their you own. go and you have your. It's true. Go ahead. You go and you have your big ass boss fight. With multiple forms of Miranda, of Miranda, all of them really cool looking in yeah. my opinion. Hmm. But I fucking hate the orbs; they make oh, zero yeah. sense to me. Why? She has like giant fireball orbs. In uh -huh. terms what, of like, what a, the fuck is that? In terms of a scientific way to explain plasma. that, from but where? From where? What's it matter? But I don't like it. Resi, this is so not how Resi would handle this. It's just. They say, oh, there's there's some science fiction going on in the background, but that just lets us do whatever fairy tale bullshit we it's want. It's just hot mold. Like, that's it, man. But it floats, and it moves around, and it, it's like a House of the Dead because boss. she controls mold. In it is air, a House of the Dead boss. It, yeah, is, it is a House, house of the, the Dead, dead boss. boss. But <laughs> one thing I wanted to mention, because you brought up different forms, wasn't it kind of familiar and convenient that one of her forms is just like Sadler's crab form? 
Oh yeah, the spider. So they can oh, so they can test out the animation and fighting that in first person. I guess. Maybe. Also the flying for probably one of the uh the flying uh plagas. Oh yeah, the thing. Uh, the flying form was I thought that made more sense. But yeah, go ahead. Anyway, so by the way, you sorry. finally kill her. So she has three forms. Her humanoid form, her spider form, her flying form, and then she turned the lights off. <laughs> yeah, and then she turns the lights off. That's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. So she has the power of a bad power bill. Yeah. <laughs> so you finally get to kill her, but I do like the fact that she takes the ground, wraps you, and you just basically have to just shoot her a bunch of yeah. times. It felt very uh, gratifying that moment. Then, well, she quote unquote dies. Chris shows up with, I think, Rose at that point. No, well, you take Rose out of the pile of Miranda. Oh, okay. Because Miranda. But you're weak as shit. You're dying. At some point, you take off your jacket, and I never knew when that happens. It's when you hand a rose to Chris. Okay. And she, he gives the the jacket yeah. to. Okay. To Rose. He, he gives Rose to Chris, and then just before he does that thing where he pushes, we'll get there. Because the jacket's mold and like. <laughs> the jacket. I, that's why I don't. That's the one reason I think it's not. It doesn't make sense. So yeah, go and ahead. How does it reattach? So. Whatever Chris shows up, he says, oh, Mia's alive, I guess, whatever. Gives the baby to to Chris. I got to go do this thing. Because then you see from the background, I guess Miranda again. No, but it's, it's the Mega Mice. Right. Yeah. But in the figures, it's called Miranda Berserk. Because huh. apparently she's fused with the Mega Mice at that oh, point. Really? I, I didn't get that at all. Okay. Actually, if you look at it. Really closely, it's the symbol of the key that you've been carrying yeah. around this whole time. No, yeah, we got that. The Kadoo is there, yeah. Right. Huh. So, whatever. It's getting in the background. I guess you're going to have the big fight. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, because Chris at this point is still like, come on, you can make it. You don't have a heart, but you're fine. But, Let's go. But he... What? He is fine, in my opinion. He's not, though. He's mold man. He shouldn't even need organs. But they've established that the boss that that mold people have a damage threshold. But but he apparently didn't have a damage threshold for all of seven, the beginning of eight, uh-huh. until right now when his heart's removed. That was his damage threshold. <laughs> I guess that's his Resident Evil glowing weak point, sure. But it just feels like I mean, it works for Tyrant. A, if he's made a but see, Tyrant functions organically. He has a heart that pumps, and sure. it's part. It does mold doesn't need that. Wait a minute, Jack had weak points. But Jack wasn't made entirely out of mold. Not until when he wasn't became he? big mold form. Which is when he has weak points. But you're missing my point here. You're you don't if either he's entirely mold or he's only incorporated with some mold. Because uh-huh. if it was some mold, a lot of my questions would be gone. Just you know what? It was keeping him alive, and the heart was the final thing. But Evelyn says you are all mold. Does she? Yes. She says you are all mold. You're a walking mold. Which is not the same thing as saying he's just infused with mold. Whatever. But then again, Evelyn would lie to you. And, and that, so, yeah, I guess. But it's you. It, is it you? It, it's you portraying no, it's Evelyn. It's Evelyn. Okay. I guess through the It's the genetic memory of the mold. Scientific, Because we I'm know sure. for a fact that the Mega Mycete is like a big hard drive. Right, right. Which is Miranda's whole plan. Right. Right. So... Ethan pushes Chris away. Chris runs away. Puts his jacket on. on, on right. On, on Here, he, Chris, continue the Redfield bloodline with this. We <laughs> still don't see. We still don't see Ethan's face. Not even at the very end. Not even in a fucking cutscene. I am kind of happy with that. Why, though? 
because it was a it was a thing they built up from the beginning because he was supposed to be an everyday but man. We knew what his face looked like, which is why it doesn't make sense why Ethan's the protagonist of this game. I know, but what? it's like because all right. He was an everyday man. His face wasn't important because it could have been anyone, right? Uh -huh. But then they carried him over to eight and that kind of design gimmick carried over, but it doesn't make sense because he's a legit character in the narrative who should have a face. So it's like... But see, I disagree with you that I think because he's an everyman character, he should have had a face because them making his not showing his face a thing adds an air of mystery to it that was unnecessary. It's supposed to be like Literally Henry. just show his face, which is exactly what it should be. The most boring, nondescript white dude I've ever seen in my life. Sure, but it was supposed to be like Henry in Silent Hill 4. Instead of no sure. personality, they gave him no face. That's the big difference. So, <laughs> so fine. I, bear with us. We're almost done. We're at the home stretch. So, Chris gets into his uh, wacky helicopter yep. that looks like Metal Gear Solid 3, the VTOL. Uh -huh. uh, more Metal Gear uh, <laughs> yeah. allegories here. Uh, Ethan just has one big final click-click of the detonator, uh, kills Miranda, destroys the village. Yep. Like, just wipes it out. Well, Chris straight up told you this thing will le level the whole village. Right. Uh, Mia's like, what? He can't die. He can't be dead. He can't be dead. Blah, blah, blah. No, he's pretty fucking dead. Maybe. No, you don't understand. He can't die, Chris. I've tried. <laughs> like... <laughs> When I was crazy and when I wasn't, Chris, I've done, yeah, I've done, I've done tests. Oh, when I was I've been crazy feeding him when Clorox I was for like three crazy. years, Chris. And he's just been totally eating that shit, no problem. Chris, so, you don't know what you've unleashed on this why, earth. But why? Why Why did Ethan have to be the one to flip the switch? You wanted it to be what? Chris? No, but I mean, Chris was like, come with me. We'll get on the helicopter and I'll blow this shit up. No, I want to be the one. Well, I think it was because he wanted that moment of like, fuck you. Like, he knew he was dying. He but, didn't want to like... Or I, there was a, a limit to the no, range. No, you're absolutely right. Now, Ethan's a moron. You're right. Yes. yes. Now, in this part though, we get one of my favorite reveals in the game. Because earlier in the game... Okay. All right, go ahead. Because earlier in the game, we see that the BSAA ah, yes. are also on 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 location. On location, right. yes. During Chris's segment. Yeah, we now know that Chris and the BSAA no are not friendo. speaking terms anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because they're trying to like make sure that they get to the end before the BSAA does. Mm -hmm. They have one of the BSAA soldiers on board, and it is revealed that the soldier is in fact a bioweapon. It's a zombie. Yeah. It's a straight up zombie there. And I was but like, it's oh. not. But that's just it. It can't just be a straight up zombie because they were repelling out of a helicopter. They were doing intelligent things. No. Okay. I didn't get that implication. I Dude, got the. You no, see you them. see it. No, I, I get the body is there and they repel down. No. But I thought he turned after he died to no. Miranda. The implication is the BSAA is using bioweapons as soldiers. Then I definitely don't want to see the direction this series is going. Oh, that I love sounds that. awful. That sounds awesome. It sounds what? like it turns into every other fucking uh, shooter game where you just fight humanoid enemies. We're doing five and six again. I don't. I mean, that doesn't have to be the no, only no, result of I, this. Uh, but I like the idea of like the next evolution of the virus is going to be just dudes with guns, which, which turns it into four, five, and six. Which was the well, no, five and six, right. five and six, where that ruined the gameplay because it ultimately just ended but up being like be every other shooter. Enemy. But that's what that implies. No, 
It implies that they, they well, you just said yourself that they're that they're using but that's, that uh, again. That's clearly their special brand of zombie. There's still plenty of room for regular fucking zombies, they're, and these okay. are like bosses sure, or mini bosses. But in that lot, sure, they could do both. I'm not saying they yeah. can't, but this just leads into because even six tried to do both. I know, and that's the whole thing when they focus on trying to open it up to a wider audience where it's more adventure, more action. Sure. That's what led us down the action trilogy fucking hole in the first place. I agree. And I that's agree with that, again. but I, I agree. I agree that from a gameplay mechanic, this could lead us to bad places. But from a lore perspective, I think it's interesting. It's not interesting to me only because we've done this before with Plagas. Not really, though. Sentient people who are able to take commands. There are bioorganic weapons that can fire guns and do regular but activities. But they weren't an army. They were an army. No, they weren't. They the were just Java... villagers. No, 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 no. The Six Java has... was an the army. The Java was a whole militia. Oh, Jake gonna, was I'm, part I'm, of that. I'm going to let you know right now, I remember nothing. Okay, so, so this is why you're not Other as scared than... about this as I am. Maybe. Because that is where they did all that bullshit, and it did not work for them at all. Now, there's another... It was another... a whole Call of Duty thing. You even had a cover mechanic yes. in Resident Evil. Right. And, and that goes very counter to how I play Resident Evil in right. terms of survival. But that's just me personally sure. There's one more twist at the end of this fucking road, yes. and I might as well carry it on home. Do it. So you fucking Ethan's pretty much done. I like skis. how you said twist at the end of the road, because that's that's it happens at, at the end of a road. Yeah. Now put a <laughs> fork in it. Uh, get it? Road fork. Anyway, um, wow. fucking it was good. I thought oh, it was clever. Fork in the road. Fork in yeah. the road. Um, in any case, listen, I'm exhausted. Chris and Mia ride off into the sunset, and then it there's a credit sequence. I believe it's after the credits. This yeah. happens. After the credits... Credit sequence, some pictures that fill in some more plot details. Yeah, and it, RE4 did that too, by yeah. the way, the storyboards. But in any case, um, you basically show up, you wake up inside this bus, and there's a lady well, in a jacket. You, well, you're on a... Re First, you get a retelling of the story, this time with an ending that oh, includes the yeah. mother and the father. How the oh, father the sacrifices... Thing? Yeah. How the father sacrifices himself for the daughter and then to the mirror and the mother and whatever. But but that doesn't even accurately portray in it because in that fairy tale story, the mother breaks the mirror to let the child out. What the fuck did Mia do? I know. Dude. Nothing. I did. I broke the mirror. I killed the witch. I in did essence, all of this, this special shit. should just be called Fuck Mia. <laughs> no, I seriously do not like Mia. Give me the chance. Oh, hey, hey there you go. Um, uh, there's nothing there. Mold. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, so you're on the bus. You see you a, a woman. The storybook, and you see someone. You see a woman on a bus. She's wearing, wearing the jacket Ethan's from jacket. Ethan's jacket with long blonde hair and a hat. My ass going. What long haired blonde characters do we know? <laughs> I, heard, I remember watching you, <laughs> Jill Valentine. Yeah, you were blonde and long hair by the end of five. No, okay, Sherry Birkin. She every, was way too fucking young for every either blonde, of those characters. Every blonde, but. Even the teaser for Ori 5, the teaser for... Uh, six. Six as well, where we thought that blonde lady was Sherry and it never was. But six, it was Sherry. Right? Yeah. It's, I'm just saying, we keep thinking these are Sherry's and that's not it. So I was like, Sherry? No. She sees a mother and a daughter reading a book. I thought that was Mia. No, and no, no, no. You're reading the book. No. They're reading another book. They're yeah, reading, reading a, a, book, a spaceship and then book. She's, yeah, and they're reading a spaceship book. Oh, well, I, okay. I was, she says... Do you oh, think they could touch the moon? No one could touch the moon. It's too high. No, no. I What I meant is the they were reading a children's book. Yeah. I forgot. Uh, Mia was holding the storybook, though. Not no, Mia. Not Mia. Yeah, uh, no, but we'll get there. Yeah. Rose. Um, yeah, so we, we see them going there. She gets off the bus, and then she At goes a to a tombstone, and she sees the tombstone. It says Ethan Winters. Right. So you know what? 
I was wrong. They actually killed someone. Did they? But did they is the question. So at that point, we go back. There's someone waiting for her. And by the way, isn't this like the same ending to RE6 where Leon and Helena are in so the there's cemetery? A, there's a and man the in black. Military. There's a man in black waiting for her. Right. A government official. Who, okay, I get what the point of this line was, but the whole bit where he calls her Evelyn just seemed really weird. How did you even know that, guy? Well, like, they, he works for Chris. But why would even Chris feel the need to be like, she's actually source of that? Because remember, Evelyn isn't the original Mutomyce project. It's Eva. Evelyn was RE7's offshoot. Right. Right, but that's so, the first one they encountered was Evelyn. Sure, but even by that logic of Rosemary's involvement with right. the mold, wouldn't that hey, be related to, like, Eva, I guess? How is Eva uh, a Megamycete thing? Because she, she, died she was put into the and she was put into the Megamycete after that. Her memory was in there. That's why what's her oh, face wanted to bring her back. Sure. Okay, I got my, it. My point. Even then, I was just. It's such a weird comment. So the to point make. is, it is revealed to us that it is in fact Rosemary and yes. Chris is still alive. Grown and, up Rosemary. Well, oh, we get we, a, how no. Do we know that? Oh, no, no, well, I'll show you things Chris doesn't even know. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean he's doesn't alive. Doesn't mean he's still alive. But yeah, but probably. Chris but didn't the point is, know that would be we that. already knew throughout the series, throughout the game, that Rose had special abilities. Clearly, since she was crystallized and you still were able to put her back together. Right. Uh, but then she also has to drive that point home and say, I can do things that even Chris doesn't know I can do. Or I'll show you things that even Chris doesn't know I assume that was do. like military training stuff or no. maybe she meant mystical powers. No, I don't know. it's definitely her powers. But what I will tell you one fucking thing right Just, now. She is her father's daughter. We've done this before. We've done this before. It's just Sherry again. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. We we just have Sherry, a yes. girl who grows up having the virus in her or the kadoo, whatever the fuck. Yes. And and now she's half of the bad virus, so she can use it for good this time. Except this time she's trained by Chris. And well and Sherry was trained by no, I guess military, yeah. just just the Leon? government. Uh, <laughs> it was implied that Leon got her the job. Yeah. But no, it wasn't that he trained so, her. So she boards this uh this oh, also like the man Wait. in black gets some call over the radio. Yeah. I've got a clear shot. I can take her out. It's like, don't worry. She's just a kid. Because she tried running away. That's why she took the bus there. And that's why. She, I don't think it says she ran away. No, she... I found her. Where do you think? Where else? Yeah, yeah, but I think it's not that she was like leaving them. She just wanted to go see no, dad and they were letting her. No, supervision is yeah, what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, so she gets in the car. Because she's special, you know. Yes. She's so she special. She gets in the car and the car just drives up the road thinking you're leading to the end credits. Uh-huh. Except way off in the distance, a man walks over the horizon and meets with the car, and the car stops. The, the car stops yes. is the important bit. Yes. yes. The game ends there. So you're now, left to think it's the guy, right? Or oh, I've got a clear Chris, shot. Or it's Chris. That's or, actually a logical explanation I didn't even think about. It's the guy who said he had a clear shot. Yeah. <laughs> or it's Chris, or it's fucking anyone. The, the screen goes to black, and it says the father's story is now done. I fucking hate that. Yeah, it's really weird. And then it, you have to press A. I was waiting for something to happen. Yeah. I was like, what? It just okay. stays there. Now, this is officially the end of the game. However, if you're on PC and you alter the files of the game, you can break the camera free in this scene. Right, and look and see. And actually go to see who walks up to the car. And lo and behold... It is Ethan's character model. Now, we have Not to... just Ethan's character uh -huh. model. Ethan's character model without the jacket. Sure. 
Now, I, re- I retort to this. Like, I, it could entirely be that Ethan's back because he's mold. He can right. just do whatever the fuck he wants now, which I really don't like, but whatever. Right. But they do have two models, one with a jacket, one without. The post game was without. Right. So maybe they're just using the same model from the post game. That is a possibility. But here's my thing. Yes. As as a designer, someone who's who's making this scene, uh-huh. knowing that the bound like that people like I, I've I've seen YouTube. Uh-huh. People break the bounds on the camera all the time. Uh-huh. Why wouldn't you just use like the random guy in the village? Or the BSAA. Or, or a random you, you BSAA. Just use a gas mask or guy, just yeah. a random guy. Uh-huh. You get me? Why specifically use the Ethan that has already given you his jacket? Because honestly, if it uh-huh. would have just been Ethan in the jacket, I would have been like, oh, that's clearly just them reusing a model. But, that, but the I, fact that it's specifically the version uh-huh. that has the jacket off, is we- it's a weird choice to me. There's also mm-hmm. something else, just to kind of go back in time, if you will. The Resident Evil 2 remake had an unused Resident Evil 7 Chris Redfield model. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And everybody thought it was going to be something else, but right. it really wasn't. It was just there in the file. Yeah. It was in the engine, so they just kept it. Yeah. So so my point is, I agree that it it could very well be reading something into nothing, but it's just a weird decision to uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. Well, I'd like That's to... I, I agree. No, believe me, I know it's a weird decision. Yeah. The whole last 30 minutes of this game <laughs> had me weirded out like no one's business. It's so strange to me because that... If that's true, if that is Ethan, then that means they led into this game's advertising saying one of their stories is coming to an end only to give one of them eternal life and he's invulnerable forever. Um, Fucking hell, Capcom. So, I want to say right off the bat that I really, really hope Rose is not the protagonist for oh, the next game. Are you kidding? I hope she's not. She is most definitely. Because can I tell you the thing I want least in the world is another super-powered Resi Protog. Oh, oh, you don't want that. Boy, I don't want that either. And that's why I was happy with Ethan when he first came out. Now, this entire game has undone everything I love about Ethan. Yes. And made him into the super-special who's a what's it. He is the special... He is the special in the Lego movie. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. literally... It, it just so happens that the perfect combination that you were able to exist beyond death and no one noticed for this forever yeah. time, and now your daughter Spring can make this ultimate baby and you also get to live... Fuck that, man. Yeah. Give me a new person who can live and die like I fucking do. So that way it's a survival horror. I agree. I don't know. That and I think that's it. I think that we pretty much reached no, the end of the story. No, we literally told to discuss the whole game. We literally we don't even need to play the game now. We just no. did a whole let's play with you right now. So, extras. All in all, this <laughs> I really like the game. <laughs> yeah, it's weird when we're coming off this ending bit because this is where all the worst parts are. Well, the the reality is the parts that were worth discussing the most were the parts that made me not like it as much as seven. That's why it seems right. like I'm very down on the game is because the parts that I'm worth discussing are those things that were kind of a letdown. Right, right. I, I and like I mean the areas ultimately I love Castle Dumitrescu. The factory is cool, although it's a little bit similar. But ultimately, it's okay. a cool area. Yep. I I got two lo- Resident Evil locations when in a normal Res- Resident Evil game I'd have four. You know what I mean? Mansion, okay. outhouse, uh, mansion again, then outhouse? fuck. 
Oh, I keep doing that every time. Um, guardhouse. Okay. The guardhouses. Yeah, I keep doing that every I time I talk about this game. But like, there's more areas in a normal Resident Evil game, whereas this gave me two big ones and then two little small ones, and then sure. kind of kept the rest in sort of like a streamlined, more action-y adventure kind of game. Okay. The game is also surprisingly linear. That is the thing. It's mostly point A to point B outside of the castle and Heisenberg's factory. Yeah. And that that's fine for, for a gameplay style, but it disappointed me as a Resident Evil fan because I wanted more castles, more, you know, ex- areas like that to explore. So it's, I, I've said this comment to both of you outside of the stream. Uh-huh. I've always liked the Japanese name of, uh, of the series more. I've always thought the name but Biohazard fits, fits the series better. Yes. However... This game is perfectly titled Resident Evil because that's literally what it is. Yeah, I mean, in a way, and like if this were a standalone game that were just released at its own title, Resident Evil is a great title. For does this anyone game. know why it's called Village still? It takes place in a village, but like it's not like the major focus of the game. It's the hub, though. It's I guess so. I guess that's what you'd call. It. But if Resident Evil it Eight would have been fine. It was just a cute way to put in the eight Roman numeral. Yeah, I think that's what they were going. That's for. That's exactly yeah. what it is. They needed some way to stick the eight. In just there. a cute way to do I... that. <clears throat> I worry for Resi 9 oh, yeah. if we do get Rose as the pro tag. Why are you guys saying if? We didn't I, play this entire game to not have that happen. I don't I'm know. sorry, I th- I think it could but go, I think there's Capcom a very good dropping a fucking pro tag because of people's reaction? Hello? No, no. They have to have already been... Jake, a, they've already Jake ha- Wesker wasn't a fucking thing. Nobody. We haven't seen him. We haven't seen Sherry. We don't see Helena. We don't see all these one-offs. It's very possible we'll never no, see them but again. They have to be a one-off first for them to forget about them. It has to sting first. You have to understand this, right? Like the the when they introduce a character and then they go, they have a game now. Let's never use them again. That's ah. the disappointment. It's Rosemary doesn't have a game yet. You I know still what I think mean? it's very possible that Chris is the pro tag for the next game. I would Possibly. prefer, I would prefer him Chris. to be the pro tag. And I would prefer him to be the one to take down BSAA. And then it turns out that one of the heads of Umbrella became the head of BSAA. They'll set up that he's going to die and then backtrack on it again because that's what they do. I'm just talking in an ideal world. They actually kill Chris. They'd actually follow through with the interesting parts of their story? Probably, yeah. So here's what... I don't want Chris to die ever. Here's... Oh, I do. Look, if... Okay, if one of them had to... It, they had to pick someone, yeah. but then they didn't, so they don't have to. So, well, they did. Ethan. The died. way I think it could work, the new guy is that fuck uh, the new guy. Everyone suspects that Rose has gone rogue. <laughs> Rose that rogue. she's gone evil. Something's happened, and they're blaming Rose for it. She's escaped. Some shit's gone down. It's clearly Rose's fault. Uh huh. You as Chris are then tasked with bringing her in or taking her out, rather. Oh, oh! If she becomes an antagonist, no, I don't think she's going to actually be an antagonist. Oh, because they won't go that far. I think it's going to be something the BSAA is actually doing, and Rose is actually trying to get to the bottom of it. Also, then, then that something means like, it's going to be like another where it's him chasing her, right. and it doesn't turn out to be her. But then it's another Mother Miranda who's doing things yes. from the back. It's the same story over I and know. over again. Even Evelyn in Seven, this is kind of like that I'm again. Writing things as a Resident Evil writer. That's that is correct. You're okay. right. You, uh, uh, you forgot to have but, your character put his hand inside like an open gator's mouth or yeah. something. Like that. That would really be Resident but Evil. But at the end of this, I think Chris actually needs to die. No, I, I, I look. I think that'd be interesting, but that won't happen. 
there's already too many times that they've tempted a death on yes. Chris. You can't keep doing this and expecting to give a entire shit. Entire Revelations was a death on Revelations, Chris. Revelations, six, and now this. Yeah. Hell, you could argue five. Fucking five says Jill died in the beginning only to reveal she didn't halfway through the game. What was the point? Yeah. I agree. I would also just like to say there's a possibility that we're going to get a mother story. The father story has now been ended. Oh, we might get a me approach. I did not get that implication. Could make make me less excited. Than a Mia Mia chapter? Oh, God. Same. I fucking hate Mia. See, I don't hate Mia, but I still don't want her as a protag. I'd I'd be fine if I never saw her again. If If she was a protag, we get another tanker segment. I don't want that. Oh, because <laughs> that was fucking ball, fucking bullshit. I can't stand that shit. So fuck me. I hate her personality. I hate her stage. All right. Okay. Wait, what was wrong with the tanker segment? It was a pain in the ass. On oh well, on uh, Madhouse, the little oh. things kill you in like one or two hits, and oh, there's like okay. a ton of them. Anyway, gotcha. um, fucking. All right. So we're at the end of the story. You beat the game. You unlock mercenaries mode. Um, I personally I've yet to like play it. it. I personally like it. Everyone's shitting on it. I mean, I don't. I don't have any strong feelings about it. It's I think. different, for sure. Sure, but it, it also like doesn't really add anything important to the game. No, it doesn't, and it's a little bonus, and I like... In fact, I think the gameplay feels a lot more fluid in the Mercenaries mode because it lets you incorporate all the way... Mm. Okay, I think it's just because I'm used to this gameplay after beating the game. You're right. No, it's still kind of weird in terms of dealing with RE7 movement in yeah. an RE4 kind of environment. Correct. But still, I like the idea of getting perks and it kind of building up as you go through. Sure. It's just a fun little thing. Yeah. I liked it. Um, I think you have something to say about one of the weapons that you can unlock after beating Village of the Shadows. Oh, my God. So, rocket pistol? Oh, my God. It's such a piece of shit. Yeah, that's why I didn't bother. <laughs> it is such a piece of garbage. Wait, yeah. you beat it on Village? No, I, okay. Oh. After I beat the game, I looked up the special weapons to see oh. what was worth fucking getting. I heard the rocket pistol fires one shot, and then it takes forever to reload. It doesn't take that long, but it's one shot that does five hundred damage, and it doesn't even do splash damage. Five hundred is nothing in this game. I know, especially not when you already have the stake. Which does 4,500 damage. Fun fact, the Wolfsbane does more damage than the stake if you're fighting werewolves. Oh, yeah. Which is a majority of the game, so it's actually kind of worth it. Yeah. So I, I just yeah, but, it. But, but it doesn't matter because it still kills them all in two shots. No, sure. Yeah, no. It's it's Magnum and Magnum. It's but, the uh, same shit. Yeah. But no, uh, the speedrunners are, are, are liking the wolf bait for that reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for the stronghold segment. Mm-hmm. Just one extra. Uh, what? It's just one little extra boost on, yeah, on werewolves. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, who's going to fucking mention the the weirdest weapon that's available that none of us have used yet? The, uh, the lightsaber? The, li- the, uh, the answerer. Yeah. Yeah, the LZ I still want to use it. I'm excited to see how it works. I want to do it, but I still want to fucking double S rank on PC. I'll do it on my PS5 when I can get trophies and shit for it. But, like, on PC, I don't oh. want to do it here and then have to redo it again. Do you not get Steam achievements? Well, Steam achievements aren't really that weighty for me because I oh, mod okay. my PC game, so, like, oh. there's a chance you get them for free. But my point being is that to go through all the effort of double S rank on PC yeah. to have to do it again on PlayStation, okay. no, I'm all right. But, yeah, so just to, so, so you get the stake for completing the game. On it costs 300 like, quite a well, bit. Well, to fully upgrade it, it's, like, $3 million. Huh. Right, but to you have to unlock it with three hundred thousand. Yeah, so you un, you get it in the, you 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 can you get the ability to buy it, much like RE four. Yeah, which then you do for three hundred thousand lay, which then you have to upgrade it. Which three hundred thousand like, lays? That's pretty impressive, dude. Yeah, aloha, aloha. Um, <laughs> you get the uppercut. Uh, what's it actually called? <laughs> it's 
Oh my Describe god. Describe it and I can tell you. Oh, the one that uses the, the rifle ammo. The oh, hand the cannon. Oh, the hand cannon PZ. Yeah, there you go. That's for beating hardcore, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's for beating and hardcore. And then you yes. get the rocket pistol for beating uh Village of Shadows. Village of Shadows. And it's but the so hand cannon uses sniper rifle ammo and yeah. it potentially has more damage output than the Wolfsbane. But the Wolfsbane has that buff and it makes it like better I than said, all of them. Potentially has more right. damage. Potentially, output. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like What's the, the point the, of the Krambit knife? Just I guess just to have it as knife Ethan? only runs, my friend. Yeah. Ah, okay. You cannot. I don't. I. I do not believe you can do a knife run with a default. Knife. Is it actively stronger? Yes. No. Yes no, or no? no. It, it has the. It has the exact same damage, but it is faster, so it has higher DPS. Oh, DPS. Okay. All right. All right. Because I was like, do I, do I want to waste money on this? No, it know? makes a huge difference, dude. Okay. All right. I used. Right. Uh, I haven't done a full knife run yet, but I used it pretty heavily in my. Second casual playthrough, uh-huh. Be, uh huh. And it's the world of difference. It really is. Okay, so that's just the weapons. The rest is just figurines and shit, yep. really. Which is cool. Figures of everything in the game, every concept art, and but, both of these are trophies. But nothing in the figures that you'd actually want to see. Yeah. Ethan's face, Donna's face. Donna's, you can't see any of these. Which is weird that Donna's face is covered because you see her face in the game, right? With the like, right after you kill her, you see the scarred up face, right? But so no, it's weird that that's hidden. It's not even like a but real figurine. For the record, mode. Donna's hot. I couldn't even see enough of Donna to think she was hot. I still think she's hot. I think she's portrait. pretty, but I guess obviously I'm, pretty, all, yeah. I'm all in on Lady D. Lady D and her double Ds. Those are definitely They're not double Ds. double Ds. I'm sorry. I wanted alliteration. Um, But yeah, no. So other things you get. Ds? Fs? You but, get... I, but I will say, though, for Lady Dumitrescu, I actually don't like like the nude and the lace mods for her on PC. I haven't seen them, so I wouldn't know. They make it way too thick. Well, no, not that. I kind of, like, I know this sounds weird because I'm a pervert, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to see her naked. I like her kind of classy, like, like, uh, you, you need know, to leave lady some for like the imagination. Quality. That's the whole like, thing. Like, don't ruin my Lady D, man. There's I already like nude mods for Chris as well, by the way. Of There's course. There's baby mod for Chris, which is really you replace good. The, oh, God, no. It replaces his head with the baby, and it replaces the baby's head with Chris's head. <laughs> it's very bizarre. Um, so, did you unlock the tragedy of Ethan Winters after beating the game, or was that solely for me buying it? I don't... Where would I even I find that? I don't have it. Okay, so then and I, I bought it. the game for So I pre-ordered the game Deluxe Edition, and it came with some Resident Evil 7 references that are super annoying. It, it's a save room music okay. that plays with the lyrics, so it talks over you and Duke constantly. Oh, that's fun. It's not fun. It's very annoying. Weapon charms that get really distracting, and you can't take them off. Why? Wow. I don't know. Um, and then part of that was The Tragedy of Ethan Winters, which was an 80-page document that comes from different perspectives that fills in the blanks that the story didn't. Yeah. So you learn about all sorts of shit in there, including the name. I think his name is like Barry, um, Barry Burstyn, Barry Berstyn, Barry Bolland, Barry Berenstein. I don't know. It was a double B. He sounded like he was a fucking Marvel superhero. Okay. He is the head of the Connections. Oh, interesting. So they put that in a note just randomly on okay. page 74. So... We've summarized the whole story of the game. You've gotten our idea of how we feel about the gameplay and the plot and all that. Uh-huh. Let's wrap it up. Yes. What, how do we feel about the way this game impacts the Resident Evil story as a whole? I feel like I should go last. Okay. Go ahead. <sighs> I really enjoyed the game. I don't enjoy some of the aspects that make me worry where it's going right. to go in the future. Mm. I kind of feel like 
the father's story is done, but I feel also Resident Evil's story is kind of done. Yeah, as we like, know it. Like, this is... Capcom's going to Capcom this shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering what they've done in the past with Resident Evil Resistance, putting it in with Remake, th- uh, make and putting uh, uh, Reverse in this shit, and adding on Mercenaries Mode, which was just just recent they just announced well, that shit well resistance With, was three and then reverse was eight yeah right i'm saying adding reverse to this and adding yeah, yeah, mercenaries yeah, yeah. to this it just feels like they don't want to do horror that's the feeling we always get and this, yeah. i i'm worried about that i don't want another four five six so and this is four this is four yeah yeah for sure this is four part Ad- two admittedly this four is more classic than four was when it i came don't out. agree in terms of, you, we still have a Castle Dumitresca. You know what I mean? So? We have Heisenberg's Factory. There are some classic. But it's classic... all supernatural. It's nothing science-based. Okay, in terms of thematic elements, yeah, I'm talking about gameplay. Oh, okay. So, like, specifically oh, sure. gameplay, this game was more like a traditional Resi than Agreed 4 was when it first came out. Overall, I'm glad I beat it. I can't wait to platinum it. But as soon as I platinum it, it's going to go into the fucking dustbin and just stay there. So... I said from the, from the very start, even in the first epi- in the first part of this episode, right? Scenario A. Scenario A. Listen in. Scenario A. Um, the introduction uh, or the focus on supernatural elements is a major concern for me. Right. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It it puts Resident Evil into a genre that I don't want for this series. Now let me be the internet and say. But Dr. Rude, but Dr. Rude, Resident Evil has had all sorts of weird monsters. Why can't they do Supernatural? I mean, they, well, first off, they can. Doesn't mean I have to like it, first of all. Right. And two, but at its core and the best entries in the Resident Evil series have always been heavily based on science mm-hmm. and the greed of man or the, the what's the word? The ego of man. Like, right. that's what every game is really playing about. God. The playing God. It's that's playing God. This makes actual gods, and that's yeah. different. I don't want that. Correct. I feel that way, too. Like, my super-powered beings in previous games were horrifying monsters. Mm-hmm. They weren't pretty blonde girls. They weren't protagonists for you to yeah. marry Sue with. Yes, I know. So that worries me. Mm-hmm. Now, and I and I see what you're saying about how this leads us into the action-adventure genre, mm-hmm. and that's worrisome. But the revelation that the BSAA is using bioweapons, I feel like is a way to bring us back to the science horror thing. But if it's what you're saying and that they are com- able to hold guns and they're right. just like the fucking Javo from Six, right. then is that really even going back to horror at all? Is that zombies at all? Well, that brings us at least back to the science part of it. Well, yes, I, I agree. I agree that it is. it leaves a worrying possibility, uh-huh. or likelihood even, for more action-y enemies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, all of that said, I'm happy I played this game. I am not happy it, with it as a continuation to 7. Right, right. That's a good distinction to make. Um, so, as a game, I give this game a 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. As a Resident Evil entry, I'd have to think, but it's much lower. Oh, most definitely. If I did a ranking like that, it would be way, way significantly lower than my base score. But I've played the game four times, so clearly I enjoy it. Right, or you just like pain, which uh, is also very much true. As that's, we've... that's still enjoying things. 
Right, but it's painful, yes. at least. Yes. Uh, but yeah. Take the S&M so, joke. Take it. So, Just take it. My finishing thoughts there are, uh-huh. I kind of wish it wasn't a Resident Evil game. Welcome, welcome to everybody on the day RE4 came out. I know. Welcome. I know. Now, now. Welcome. How many times have I said on this show that Capcom is just setting themselves up to do the action trilogy again? I've lost count. I've done it so many times and everyone was like, no, they could still do it. But they just persistently, this is what happened. No, everyone's like, why do you keep breaking up Resident Evil? Well, because, yeah, well, because I I love it. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, fucking like, all right, this this is how I am here. Ultimately, I'm very mixed feelings on this game. The game is a very good game. It's a fun action adventure game, which still means it's worth your play. Um, but uh, as you said, as a Resident Evil title, it does not sufficiently measure up. Yeah. Like, to answer my own question where people were like, why can't Resident Evil do uh, vampires and werewolves? They can, absolutely. But the explanation as to how they come about right. needs to be a little bit firmer than, oh, those just happen to be the side right. effects. Just happen to replicate vampires and werewolves. And on top of that, you got to make them scary, too. Because the werewolves just looked like regular fuck-off werewolves, and I was never scared of them once. The big guy, sure, but the normal werewolves, they just looked like they had big Jay Leno chins, and that was pretty much <laughs> it. And I never really got frightened by them. Ultimately, I feel as though I, I saw this coming, like this eventual increase, because right. I, I saw RE2 remake came out, or well, let's just RE7 came out first, did well, and that brought it back to traditional Resident Evil gameplay style. Then RE2 remake came out because it was remaking RE2, and they kept it close to the original style, and it sold really well. Capcom saw that really big increase in attention and fame and said, how do we make it more accessible to a bigger audience? Which ultimately adds leads into make it more action-adventure. So with 7, they heard that 7 was too scary for some people. Now, the, they actively made 8 less scary so that more people could play it. But who the fuck are you selling this game for? People who like horror games and want to be scared or people who don't want to get scared? Right. Because that's the people that are saying it's not scary. And now you're kind of making everyone fall into the same common denominator. So you're making the niche fanboys of survival horror experience an action adventure game, which we've already done again. So it's just it's just this bitter irony that we were so close with this renaissance of Resident Evil, and I felt with seven, you mean with with seven and remake two. Oh, okay. Where sure. like I'm so would you happy. would you consider three make as well? No, because they cut that shit and made it way more streamlined. They oh. removed a lot of areas that would give insight exploration and made it all streamlined, much like what RE8 does. So like. I'm just happy that we had a Resident Evil renaissance with my favorite Resident Evil game, and I had RE2 remade at least a very good way. It wasn't perfect, but it's as close as we're going to fucking get with Capcom, because they are just hell-bent on making this series all about action-y shit. They keep recycling the same tropes and 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 having veterans. Oh, they're gonna get in here and then they're gonna live and go away. Oh, they're gonna get in here. We're gonna introduce a new character. They're gonna die. It it's. It's nothing new to me. By the way, Capcom, if you're really dying to make an action-y adventure game where you run around and fight horrifying monsters that attack you... Oh, I know exactly where you're going. Make fucking Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis is 
perfect for this. You yes. Can, take eight's gameplay yeah. would work perfect for Dino 100%. Crisis. 100%. It would be great. It would be, in fact, better and raise less you questions. You want jump scares? Dino Crisis. Dino Raptors Crisis would work. Shit. It's perfect. Fuck, man. I will i don't know. I'll even take Onimusha. Like, with this kind of, like, faster <laughs> gameplay style. It just, Resident Evil is not meant for this it's horror needs its time to brew and this does not do that in a lot of areas and that twist at the end just made me go then what's the point mold ethan oh mold man it was it was perfectly acceptable as an answer but it was possibly the stupidest answer you could have given me as a player no that's just him mole man that's what i call him Fung Ethan Mole. Fung Ethan? Oh, God. Fung Ethan? Uh, <laughs> um, he's pretty fly for a fun guy. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I do think that the whole Ethan thing could have been done better. I still think it could have worked. It could have worked if I he was... I said By earlier... The way, there was a... They literally, in the very beginning of the game, had a vehicle for subtly introducing Ethan's healing factor in a way that would have made the reveal much more interesting to Ethan. Not him discovering it in a fucking vision with Eve. Yeah, 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 yeah. The beginning of the game, you lose two fingers. Uh Uh-huh. You then wrap that shit up in bandages. Uh Uh-huh. At some point, like, Ethan should have had the opportunity to question his own physicality. Even with that, it runs the risk of what Rosemary will eventually become. What? Where if I knew that Ethan's fingers, he could just do that, I would have been like, oh, so I could just regen everything, and I would have gotten that that disappointing twist even sooner. But it, ha- it should have happened towards the end, similar to how they do it. Sure, it doesn't change the disappointingness of the answer to me. I don't think that's necess- for me at least. It would have made much more sense from a personal discovery standpoint. It, takes, but I digress. It takes me personally. It takes away agency yeah, from Ethan. I agree. It me- means that he's a special who's a what's it from the very beginning. Yes, and this just leads into a bad taste in my mouth as you guys said for the future of the series me personally i just wanted to say that because you guys said me personally okay well ultimately i don't know for sure if that's where this series is going right like i'm saying this because we spent the entire game building this shit up why would they not pay it off at some point but ultimately, we are heading into a new type of resident evil where they're just gonna double down on the action like they did well As they did here, they're just going to say more action is going to be the answer. Right. And that's not going to be the answer. And I'm going to have to wait for another trilogy. And then I'm going to have to wait until after that for Capcom to lose interest, for them to give it to a smaller team, for the original gameplay to come back again. Right. So, Resident Evil fans, get ready for the big long wait. It starts now. I'm I'm glad I bought the game. It's a good game. I know it seems so mean on it. It's a good game. No, I don't. I I really like it. I don't love it. We have to sep like I uh, like I said it. We have to separate ourselves here as gamers. As a gamer, I loved it. Right. I thought it was fun. Gave me cool shit to look at. Gave me pretty people to look at. Varied. Um, gave me yeah varied enemies. It gave me varied landscapes. Gave me varied gameplay. That yeah, that's it what I mean. It gave me a bunch of variety. Great. So as a gamer, I'm here for it. As a Resident Evil fan. It's a letdown. It does everything in a way that Resident Evil would not. Yeah. And it's so bizarre. As a gamer, I'd probably give it an 8 out of 10. As a Resident Evil fan, I'd probably I'd still give it a 7 out of 10. Wow. I mean, I... I, I, I don't a, think it's that bad it's, and for the lore and shit like that. 
I I enjoyed what I found. The basic setup of the story is not bad. It's only until you reach the end, and then they walk back Chris being evil. Ethan is made of mold and is invincible. Like, they, they do these one after I the other. I think the walk back Chris being evil thing is just, that's a fan expectation thing. Fan expectation, he teases you several times throughout the game and pushes you around to imply that you're not... I'm antagonistic to you, Ethan. But the literal history of the franchise tells you that that's clearly not the case. But that's not what they set up in the game itself. I don't agree. Uh, In the game itself... Listen, you're out of your depth. I'm out of my depth here. Ethan, no. Be quiet. Chris, Sit why? Down. So, Chris, why? Sit Ethan, down. no. Ethan, no. <laughs> Chris, why? Ethan, no. That's the whole game. So, freaks, reach out to us on Twitter and on the Fan Freaks Facebook group and let us know what you thought of the game. If you're still listening. Yeah, I yeah, know. This like, is very talk. long. Uh, really. We, we greatly This is our longest it. special ever. This is our longest episode ever. If you it? listen yeah. to this, I'm pretty sure you can tell people you did an extra run of Village. Yes. Like, we are your extra Se- uh, run of Village. Send in a letter to Capcom and they'll alter your game stats. It was you. called the Fan Freaks <laughs> difficulty. Yeah. And the difficulty was listening to us the whole yeah. way. Uh, that being said, we're on Facebook and on Twitter, F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S. Yes. You can find me on Twitter as Dr. D-R, Rude, M-D. And you can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Bone King TV. At Adrian Doodliness. Wow. On Twitter. Wow, someone's <laughs> fucking tired. Uh, I work today, dude. I <laughs> <go> <laughs> on the note of, you know, those of you who are listening in and are still here, we want to thank a few of our listeners in particular. Who always t- you always let us know that they're a listening and that they're actually like interacting with us, which means so much. Yes, quality reach assurance. Reach out to my hunt boys, uh, Justin, Jeff, uh, Scott. I want to reach out to my sister Cheyenne. Thank you so much for listening, Dante. Any other freaks from the group who are listening in? Thank you so much. Oh, and my D and D boys, Chris and, J- uh, and Jason. Thank you so much. And of course, I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, Take my stolen boners and thank Beefy Sumo and Tara. Stolen boners. That was yes. my nickname in the bear bar. I hope That's you know. nice. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say mine. I got Von Condersmite, Beefy Sumo, Squinty, uh, Screechy Kai, Lindsay Misleading, Izumi Chenmaru, C Day to DJ, and Boogle. What you got for me, dude? The Robot Stone H crew, uh, CJ, Cody, b- both of which don't like eight as much as you guys don't like. Um, and Kehlani, who doesn't play Resident Evil. I'd also like to give an extra thank you to my stream audience for having already beaten the game and having the best etiquette to not spoil it for me. Yeah. No, they were really cool with that. No, I so know. I really I, appreciate I that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were really chill. Parts, but yeah, it there was no very spoilers. Cool. All right. The but... only time I came hmm. close to spoilers, this can be how you. <laughs> the only time I came close to spoilers was I just didn't want you to waste your time on stream with anything. No, the game does not convey some things yeah, a so lot of the time. Yeah, for a yeah. few things I was like, don't waste your time doing that. It's not going to lead you anywhere. You're yeah. like, okay, cool. Because I just didn't want you to waste stream time just running No, I already spent half an hour looking yeah, for things. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm not going to waste my time with that. I got to make sure my room's blue, so I'm just going to look around real quick. Okay? Got it. Hope you don't mind. Got it.